wise Grass only greener when it's fertilized Gave them truth in these songs, they prefer the lies That's any beautiful, a drift in her purple lies You can't see me, you Stevie Wondering how I reach more evolutions than Evie And make it look easy Dream on, dream yeah Dream on, dream weaver, I What is up, Earth's mightiest subscribers? It's your boy, Ernie. Blur Without Fear. Got the homie. Carter Presents in the building. What's good, people? This background is doing way too much, and it's making my screen look nasty, so it ain't going to last. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's that it's that it's that uh, that that green screen technology. It's that green screen technology, man. They gotta. It it, it ain't perfect. It ain't perfect. It's a. Uh, was it a? Uh, it's like a, it's like a Monet, good from afar, but far from good. <laughs> I'll see. let you head out. I'll let you head out. I'll let you head out. You know, you know, it's what, it's what I do. It's what I do. Uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hopefully not children of all ages, because this is not an all-ages show. Sisters, brothers, others. Sisters, brothers, cousins, best friends, roommates. Kings, queens, cosmic beings. Welcome to the 172nd episode of The Blurred Cave. The number one comic book news stream in this or any other Earth in the multiverse. What's good, my peoples? What's good? We got a jam-packed show today, y'all. We got a jam-packed show. I guess first and foremost, uh, one of the first things we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Daredevil, born again. Here comes Daredevil. Talk about <laughs> Daredevil and how he wasn't on this week's episode of She-Hulk, even though all these ads and promotional material made it seem like this was the episode. And several people that shall remain nameless were severely disappointed. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 bring that up as well. Uh, we will also talk about expectations regarding how we all need to calm down about expecting, and myself included, uh, about expecting news about who or who is not going to be in the MCU regarding the Fantastic Four and X Men right now. Uh, we are also going to talk about the death and rebirth of Constantine at Warner Brothers. And we'll also be answering questions and giving you our recommendations, as per usual. Questions like, why is Matt Ryan getting done so damn dirty <laughs> in this Constantine role? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Silverman get to come out of nowhere and get a whole new film. <laughs> Matt Ryan get a slow CW series little, and cartoons. Ain't this a cartoons? Bitch? This is a little. Hey, a bitch. Hey, that's David. Dude, I told you, David Zaslav is the ultimate villain of the DC Comics universe. <laughs> Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and accept that. Uh, David Zaslav is literally the greatest villain in the history of DC Comics villains. He is a menace. He must be stopped. And that's really all I have to say about that. Uh, we, 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 we will return uh, uh, to this. 
uh, shortly. But uh, the yeah, the the key thing, the key thing that uh that I want to talk about first is, of course, you know, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite, one of my favorite topics. Uh, for, for those who don't know, and I don't know how it's not obvious by this point, um. Your boy, Blur Without Fear, is a huge fan of Daredevil. In case it was never painfully obvious. I know, like, when I first started the channel, uh, no one really caught it. And I remember even three years into the channel, there were people still, like, surprised when I said that the the name of the channel is an homage to Daredevil. <laughs> My question is, how y'all not know? Because they don't care about Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why <laughs> we got a. I don't know how long you've had this because I've been well you know what you've had it for a minute because I remember those old intros because I wanted to steal one with, mm. the, with the comics flipping oh yeah bring yeah, yeah. you in mm. Blair Without Fear you number one you got a whole black dude running jumping off a building when you know we scared of heights in a whole red suit flipping sticks Say, Blair, who the fuck did you all think the red dude was? Y'all thought it was the sausage man from Cow and Chicken or some shit? What did y'all think that red dude was? <laughs> if not Daredevil. What did y'all think it was? Y'all thought it was that red sausage man. You thought it was Ernie with his ass out just jumping off buildings, huh? Is that what y'all thought? For real? That is probably a more accurate statement than you realize. <laughs> but no, there, there, I still encounter people who are surprised when I say that yeah, Blur Without Fear is a reference to Daredevil Man Without Fear. Uh, but it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I've ex- I've come to accept it by this point. Uh, but you know what? But before, before we get into our full-on topic of uh, one of my favorite superheroes, Old Hornhead, uh, we are going to address this Blur Club we got here. We got, we got, a, we got, we got Blur Club Gold over here. Philip Clark coming in hot <laughs> with the Blur Club membership. We appreciate you, pimp. We appreciate you. Uh, we also got one from you know the forever homie Go Conshuri's baby's father with a five dollars super chat. It says Blurred Mermaid movie king tried it, uh, got different color kids. So what the hell are they mad about? He dipped his fin in a lot of fish bowls. Now, okay, so this was my thing because uh, uh, what he's referred to the, the Little Mermaid live action uh, uh, live action movie, it, which I'm not gonna lie, I am so shocked has caused. So much, I mean, I knew it was going to cause controversy. I mean, that 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 was a given. But I didn't realize it was causing controversy on this level. This mag, of this magnitude, it was kind of surprising to me. Because, like, I, I was laughing about the whole thing. Because, well, for one, I, I wasn't surprised by it because I knew it was coming. I knew this was happening. I knew this was a thing. It's been a thing for a while. We all knew that a, a black woman was going to be playing... Uh, the you know, the titular Little Mermaid, Halle Bailey. Can uh, I be honest with you? <laughs> yeah, what's up? You are correct. A lot of people knew about it well in advance, mm-hmm. but I think I speak for a nice little portion of it that said I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Not that it was going to piss me off regardless, but yeah. I knew it was a thing. 
but just like I, it, it went in one and went out the other. I completely mm. forgot that was the case. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, see, I, and here's the thing. I didn't see the I, – I guess that was the thing I didn't pay attention to was the whole thing with Triton's uh, other daughters. Because I'm not going to lie. When I saw Halle Bailey uh, as, uh, as Ariel, I was like, oh, shit. So what you mean is we getting this. <laughs> We gonna have Ariel sisters out here like this is what you. I felt like me. it was a it was a <laughs> ugly ass closeted Minecraft playing white dude that made that shit when I saw it on Twitter. What time about the uh? That what you just put it up there. Oh, like, oh, like fuck out of here, dude. Look, like, you look, saw a sister like this, so you thought it was gonna, gonna be a bunch of defoil, shake that laffy taffy black women. Get your I, ass back. I, I mean, that I'm not gonna lie. Made me mad when I saw it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was kind of hoping for it. I, I kind, I actually kind of want that. I, I want Ariel's sisters to to be out here. Uh, but but the thing is, all the people who are angry about it, I just want to share something with you. There you go. <laughs> we got white ass Prince of Persia. Don't even get me started on on this one down here. Don't don't even get me started there. Johnny Depp is not Native American, mind you, and yet that Othello is not black. Do you know what that is? That reminds me of the, what was it, the, the black-white TV show? You remember that, Carter? The black-white TV show? with the, No, uh, I thought, honestly, I didn't know who that gentleman was in Othello when you just pulled, when you post, when you pulled that up just now. Yeah. I thought that was Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder. No, no. I want to show you something, Carter. You say you never saw Black White? No, I have not. Ooh, man. When you say Black White, all I hear is Michael Jackson singing in my head. Okay, well, here. Uh, I... Whew, Carter, you, you, you're sitting down, right? You, you, you sitting down, brother? You look like you're sitting down. I, I'm just going to go ahead and hit you with it. It's uh... uh Here, let's see if I can find a... I want to see if I can find a good picture. Let's even find a good picture. Let's see. There we go. That th th this will work. This will this will this will suit our purposes. So here, this was a show where they took a black couple and a white couple and swapped their races. This is the white couple, mind you. This is the white couple in black. Wait, 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 pause. Yes, go ahead. Did Ice Cube have something to do with yes, this? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He, I remember this yeah. shit. Yeah, because he, he did a theme song to it. He did a theme song yeah, to it. Yeah, I remember this. Okay. Yeah, because the... Uh, yeah, because this... Holy fuck. Yeah, here I it is. remember this Because this was yeah. the brother. This was the brother who they tried... Here's, here's the thing about blackface and whiteface. You really can't make white... You can't... You can't... You really can't make... Honestly, I think that whenever white people do blackface, it's never convincing. And I think mm -hmm. it's even less convincing when black people do whiteface because you just wind up looking biracial. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the show. The whole premise of the show was that they were supposed to be... It was supposed to be like trading places, but they were trading races. Um, 
you, you, you can stop right there. You can stop yeah, right there. it was it was bad. It, that it was, was that was it, light bars on your part, which I will <laughs> I will give credit to. But you can stop right there. You can I'm just saying. Right I'm there. just. I mean, look at this shit. Look at this shit. It was like, bro, how does anyone like? Honestly, I was like, how does anyone think any of these people are the race they claim they are? Especially like now, I will say this. I felt like the only person on this show, at least from the white folks, that was pretend to be black the only person the only two people that the only people that had any sense was the the little the little white girl that was trying to be black because she actually learned something from the experience like she's actually become like a uh like a uh i guess what's the best she's become a uh, uh, an activist for like you know minorities and you know uh and you know diversity and anti-racism and stuff like that so like i, I was like cool cool the, the the mama and the daddy they ain't shit also uh, what a lot of people learned later was that the dad was a paid actor like actually the only people who weren't paid actors really was the black family like they were actually legit regular people but like the mom what and the dad of the person- white you would have to pay them, Ernie. Oh, they know oh yeah, no. they know they know an ass whooping coming. Oh, yeah. show how to made it to air. You oh, oh no, oh no. But the thing is, I just thought it was funny because the the husband, the white husband, Bruno, that dude stayed on that bullshit. He stayed on that Fox News bullshit the whole time in blackface, mind you. And we, I <laughs> I never saw it. I didn't want to see didn't... <laughs> it. But like, bro, look at the look, look at the images you posted. Like, and no one said anything. <laughs> Tom Cruise was a whole goddamn samurai right yeah. here. Oh, he was, yeah. He was, he he was, was the, the last. last one. Yeah, he was the last samurai. He was the last one. Oh, Nobody yeah. said a word. Okay, you know what? When I saw all of this drama, it went back to a few, like a blur cave or two back. Yeah. Uh, when several people hit me up to make sure I was okay because I had my little, my little moment. Mm. Uh, my, my little rant, but it was just this goes back to a lot of people are angry and upset and raw at some shit that's not real. Yeah. Oh no, I saw people trying this, to make a comparison. Then, well, how would you feel if Dr. Martin Luther King was played by a white person? It's like, first off, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Dr. King was real. Mermaids are fake. <laughs> I saw somebody. They posted a picture of uh of like black movies, and they put white people in it. But it was like uh it was set it off. Mm-hmm. But it had Bruce Willis in it. Al Pacino was in it. I think it was like Dax Shepard or some shit. I'm just like, dog. This this is a this is a fake thing. This is a mermaid. Mm-hmm. It ain't real. Ariel ain't real. Neither is Flounder. Nope. Neither is whatever the fuck that crab that crab's name was. I've never actually Sebastian. Seen there you go. S- S- Sebastian. What, what Almost you, 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 you never gone under the sea. <laughs> under the, the sea. crab was Jamaican, <laughs> and ain't nobody said nothing. Nobody said nothing. Okay, Jonathan Motor. Appreciate well, we, you for that look, for that for that dub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just say get that payday before that out 
Cry hit, <laughs> that last samurai, avatar, and a few others. The outsider becoming more native than the native always bothers me. <laughs> dude, no, okay. First, at first of all, I want to say the same. Uh, dude, thank th- thank you for that hundo dollars. But I also want to point out something. Because he's not like here. I want to because this is another one people don't talk about. Remember that movie? Uh, was it Exodus? That was supposed to be about. Uh, it was supposed to be about uh, Moses, and uh, uh, you know, and the whole Pharaoh let my people go shit. You remember that? You remember that Carter? I think I, I think I do now. When you said that last part, it had Batman in it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it had that. Batman. Whole Batman. Look at this. Yeah. I remember that. that. I remember These that. are white folks in Egypt. It, this movie came out. I think this movie came out what 2018. <laughs> I think about. I think about a lot of other movies that had le- less to do with color, but no, why? Just, 2014. My bad. Okay, but I, I think about films that were just outrageous and nobody said anything. But now that you brought up Exodus, you remember Noah? Yeah. I with, remember that with shit Russell, with Russell Crowe. Yeah, and how you had you had people like myself walking around here saying, "Bruh, Noah look off the chain." Why would I say something like that about Noah's Ark? <laughs> Noah looked like a whole action movie. Noah for the spring on any motherfucker that ain't an animal that come on that boat. That movie. Look, wait, if you chain. look, look, you know, you're only supposed to have two animals. You're only supposed to have two of each animal. Yeah. If you was that third animal trying to sneak on that boat. You was about to catch hands. <laughs> you was about to catch. Look, <laughs> that man was about to turn. Look, that man was about to turn into Gladiator. <laughs> like, you, think about that. Look, like, I see people you, in the chat. They, they're remembering the movie. But I'm like, look how crazy it is of me to say, oh, Noah's Ark. Yeah, that movie's going to be fire. What? Bruh. But, no, think about it. Think about it. Imagine, imagine you, the third animal, trying to get on the Ark. Like, you don't know... Like you, 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 you see two giraffes and already got on you the third giraffe, and you like, man, let me see if I can sneak on here. Maybe they won't notice. And then you see this motherfucker right here talking about some, <laughs> talking about some what, <laughs> man? <laughs> wait, husband to a murdered son, or, or no, no, wait, wait, father to a murdered son, husband to a butchered wife. Get off my damn boat. <laughs> yeah, see, I gotta go rewatch Gladiator. But back, to the, back to the original point. Back to the original point. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just want to say, y'all something, are so bent out of this. Sh- y'all Moses. This your Moses. Mm-mm. No, Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman was. Yeah, Moses. that's your Moses. <laughs> but let's let's do. I, when I saw, because okay, so I'll, let me let me preface everything I'm saying. By go saying, ahead. Go off, I've King. Never, I didn't. I didn't watch. The Little Mermaid trailer. I know you said you got emotional. Several fucking people said they got emotional. I've seen the one image of Halle Bailey looking at somebody, looking like she ready to hit a high note. I look at that film, mm-hmm. and I'm not flustered or angry or upset or anything like that because mm-hmm. number one, it's a Disney movie. It's they're going for someone who can sing, who they yeah. think fits the role. What's uh? What's that I, one? I, I look uh, at this singer. shit. Who what's that? that one singer? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce. Is it her? Probably. Like no, like I mean, like, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Like H E R. Like I don't know. I don't know if they just call her her because I've never actually like seen her in interviews. Yeah, her. She's playing Belle in a live action version of Beauty and the Beast. Like it's not a movie version. It's like a TV. And I'm happy. And I'm happy you said that because. I look at these mm-hmm. and I look at them as the equivalent of 
it's a it's a it's a Broadway musical. Almost. Yeah, anybody can play that character. Well, I mean, not anybody, but you know what I mean. Anyone who has the pipes. Yeah. Well, I mean, my thing is, if the character, if your character is like, if race isn't a major component of that character, like your character could literally be anybody. I don't think it matters. Race like, shouldn't yeah. matter on a half. Mm. Human half fish person. Well, Why no, well that too. That too. race matter. Yeah, like the only time I think race matters when it comes to who plays a character is if that character's race is center to who that character. Like case in point, just as much as I think it would be stupid for a white person to play uh, Black Panther, I think it would be equally stupid for. Uh, um, a black person to play David Duke in a live action movie. Why? Because David Duke was a grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan and he was white. He is like a real person. He is a real person and he was white. That like, it's the same. That's like Dr. King. I don't think a white person should play Dr. King. I don't think a white person should play Malcolm X. I don't even think, I don't think a you know, black or white person should play anybody that's Mexican. Or Puerto Rican or Dominican, you know, uh, you know, like how we used to have back in the day, you used to have white people playing Chinese characters, Japanese characters, and they would do the thing where they make the eyes real, like they do this shit with their eyes, so they they would look Chinese. Dude, you remember Charlie Chan? That was a whole thing. Anyway, we've gone way out into the weeds on this. Yeah, we were, so just, we were I'm supposed talking, to be talking about Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to. I, I guess we could just go ahead and get it out the way. But it's like, dude, you all are mad about a black girl playing Ariel, but you're not mad about the swole white man under that's supposed to be king of the sea. You're not angry about this talking fish. You're not angry about this Jamaican crab. Even when Beauty the Beast comes out, that's oh, now all I can hear that shit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> um, when Beauty the Beast comes out, you're not angry that we got a whole ass wolf man you're not angry at this talking candle, this talking teapot, the, the kettle. Y'all mad about the sister that's in the like, like, come on, yeah. What is what is wrong with y'all? And and a lot of y'all, the people that are upset about it, the movie not even for you to begin with. It's for the kids. That's what Disney's always been for, for the well, most part, with these films. Well, no, it's kind of like, the babies. Well, no, because and the reason why I say is because when uh when I used to see people like shitting on the live action Lion King or the live action Aladdin or the live action, you know, any of the other, they were like, uh, yeah, there was like a live action beauty and the Be you, you know, beauty and the beast already. The thing I always pointed out to them is that the, the live action movie isn't for grown ass folks. It's for these kids that, cause a lot of people is, but there are some children that don't like like old cartoons or shit that looks old. Like, my, my daughter, like, she likes some stuff that's old, but, like, if it looks old, she's very, like, I don't know about this yet. And then eventually, she'll warm up to it, but, like, if it's live action or CG or whatever, she's in, off rip. Like, she loves the live action a lot. She lo but then again, she's seven years old. It it doesn't matter. It's for her. It's aimed at her. She likes, she will, my, my, my daughter is, is the type of person who will literally watch the live action Aladdin and Lion King and then immediately turn on the cartoon version of both movies and then watch them back to back. That's just what she does. And she don't care. She don't, she don't get bent out of shape talking about how they ruined her Aladdin or they ruined her Lion King. She don't care. She's seven. 
she got bigger shit to worry about. She worried about them Roblox and the Minecrafts. <laughs> That's what she cares about. Uh, anyway, moving on. Chris Debo with the $5 Super Chat. Uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers' plan for DC is throwing darts on at the board and seeing what hits at this point. You are not you're, wrong. You're in, no, I think he is. I don't think they're throwing darts. They're throwing tennis balls. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. You are correct. You are that. That is probably a more accurate statement than the one we just had. <laughs> uh, so we also got two. One with the five dollars super chat says mermaids are real, but if they were, with slave trade and Africans thrown from the ships, logically wouldn't there be black ones too? Just saying. I mean, hey, I believe. I think that everybody should be free. To be a mermaid, if they want to be. And if black people can't be mermaids, then who else could be? I feel see, and I don't wanna I don't wanna ignore what you're saying, but I feel like mm -hmm. any anybody can be anything that's not fucking real, Ernie. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like and it, you know what I love about this subject? Everyone that cares about it. It ain't for y'all to begin with. Right. The kids are still gonna go watch the Little Mermaid and sing their song and laugh at the jokes and everything else. It's the grown people, it's the adults that should have more sense than they do. You don't give a fuck. You didn't give a fuck about this movie if they made uh, Ariel's character black or white. You just knew you gonna have to take your baby to go see this. You gonna have to take your niece, your nephew, whoever to go see this whether you liked it or not. So it shouldn't matter what race it is because you were going to take kids to go see this movie and zone out any motherfucking way. What are we talking mm. about? Well, but y'all uh, mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with, it's the same thing with like Rings of Power and uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Like I remember someone actually tweeted at Neil Gaiman and asked him, it like what he thought about the Harfoots, like like having black Harfoots, which Harfoots are, are like earlier hobbits, they're like early hobbits, and Neil because they thought that Neil Gaiman would be on their side that the Harfoots shouldn't have black people, and Neil Gaiman said that if you actually read the book, the Silmarillion, the Harfoots are described as being browner of skin than hobbits. And he said, do with that information what you will. And I thought he had the best answer to that question. Because it just is what it is. But anyway, uh, moving on to next, we got five pounds from LJ Brown. We got the, uh, it says, there's a lot of controversy of movies with the Little Mermaid and the Woman King has a different madness to it. Hashtag Ernie Under the Sea. <laughs> Hey, man, that was one of, actually, no, one of my, I used to, uh, you know, this is the last thing about this Little Mermaid shit, and we're gonna move on, we're actually gonna talk about Daredevil, I promise, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I used to have the cassette tape, the soundtrack to, uh, Little Mermaid, I used to listen to it all the time, I had the cassettes for all the Disney soundtracks, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, all that shit, so I listened to them all the time. Uh, but when, I, when Little Mermaid was hot in the streets, uh, I had that that soundtrack on cassette, and they had the you know the the kiss the girl. Like I used to think that song was so so fucking good until I got older, <laughs> and then I realized 
yeah, y'all might want to clean this song up. They just talking. Look, this they talking about kissing this mother. I mean, granted, yes, Ariel did want to be kissed, but the idea that some of the lyrics kind of implied that even if she don't want to be kissed, kiss the bitch anyway. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. But no, anyway, moving on. We got one from the homie Dark Mane X with the twenty three months. In the Blur Club gold mine says there are literal fancy books written by black people about mermaids who exist because Africans were thrown from slave ships. Check out the deep. Yes, this is actually a thing. And this is why I also think it's stupid that people are upset about this. Like, look, just it's fantasy. God damn it. It's fucking fantasy. It's fantasy. Was, was Do I need to bust out the Ben Affleck on y'all? Fictional characters. Fictional characters. Do I need to do that? Do I need to do that? Do I need to make that a clip so I can play it from time to time? For a split second, I thought you were calling Ben Affleck himself a fictional character. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, y'all don't remember J.S. Hall Bob Strikes Back? He was like, fictional characters. Fictional characters. You're like, yeah, I just, uh, it's a thing. Uh, But anyway, moving on to uh, Old Hornhead. Because we are... 30 minutes in and still haven't. Or actually, I guess we do have one more thing I want to talk about real quick before we go into it. And this, this is real quick. I can do this real fast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are doing a giveaway. We are doing a giveaway for... Yes, uh, yes, 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 and, yes. And, and I'll, I'll leave it here just because I want people to know that it's real. Hold on. We're, gonna, yeah, we're just going to yeah, we'll grab this. Uh, and while he's grabbing that, I will put a link to this contest. We are giving chat. away... And here, I'm going to give myself the one just for a moment here. We are giving away a <clears throat> PlayStation 5. So this, this is real PlayStation 5. This thing is heavy. It is a disk drive PlayStation 5 <clears throat> with Ryzen Forbidden West. Oh, God. And a... Uh, you can't see it because of the light, because the light's just kind of out there. But uh, a Sony Pulse 3D headset. And the giveaway, uh, and here, I'm actually going to, uh, let's see, let's put this in here. Yeah, I was about to do it myself. Oh, well, look at you, man, out here. Uh, (laughs) Here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit that, and we're going to pin that to the top. And there you go. It's at the very top, so it's there. It'll be there for the rest of uh, the show. Uh, but yes, you can enter that giveaway. Uh, there are multiple ways to enter said giveaway. Um, uh, right now, I think we have <clears throat> 26,000 uh, uh, people so far, or 26,000 some odd entries uh, so far. Um but yeah, you can, uh, like I said, I think there's several different ways to enter and get extra entries. Um, and of course, uh, as you can see here, uh, here I got the promo screen right here. Uh, once again, just for, you know, for everyone's edification, uh, you must live in the continental United States to be eligible. That means you have to be a part of the United States that is not disconnected by a body of water. So that namely means Hawaii. 
<laughs> so if you live in Hawaii, you technically can't be a part of it. But uh, you can enter, but you won't win. Uh, <laughs> um, there's no payment required to win. As I stated earlier, multiple ways to gain entries. We will be announcing the winner on the October 1st edition of the Blurred Cave. So... There you go. There you have it. Okay, real quick, and yes. I cannot stress this enough because I see Esso Grizzly saying it in the chat, and I just went and I saw it um, in the comments of that video, Esso Grizzly. Yes. Ernie is under no circumstances. I am under no circumstances going to comment about anything, giveaway, no. anything in those YouTube comments. It's someone, it's, it's bot accounts trying to get your information with yes. a picture of him. I saw one that was a picture of me trying to get somebody to go to a fucking telegram. You all know good and goddamn well we would not do that. And for the people who no. don't know, we would not go in the no. YouTube comments to tell you something like this. No. Because no. um, I see right now, I'm looking at the video. I'm, I'm looking at the comment. It's a picture of you mm. saying, uh, feel free to reach out. He has something for you. Ernie would not do that no. in the fucking YouTube comment section. Even if it is his video, he wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. So you all just be more aware of just a lot of these bot accounts that are going around. Even if you do see it's a picture of Ernie. You know, we had this in a Blair, in a Blair cave uh, like a couple weeks back. It was a woman's name, but it was clearly a dude who was in the chat saying a bunch of nonsense. So again, yes. you all just be careful with what you click. Uh, with who you give information to, because this is all internet. It's 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 fun, but it is also dangerous, and you just really, really need to be cautious out there, people. Um, I'm happy that you caught it, So Grizzly, but some people yes. wouldn't. I think So Grizzly again. reached out to me. I believe. Okay, I know somebody reached out to me on Twitter. I think it was So Grizzly that did it. It's been a minute, but yeah, no, I would never do that. I would never reach out to you in a YouTube comment to tell you you won something. I would never post a link that for you to go click on. For you to go somewhere, uh, I, I trust me. If if I need to get a hold of you, I will find a way to get a hold of you. There are there are ways. I would just email you honestly, because if you have a if you're on YouTube, your email is connected to who you are. I would just email you. And, and for something like yeah. this, it's not going to be relegated to no. a comment section. No, no. For a giveaway, no. like no. So yeah, no. people just just be more aware, be more cautious. If you don't hear from us yeah. on in the Discord, on Twitter, or on a on a video or on Spotify, if you're listening to the Blair Cave on yes. Spotify, it's not us. So you know, just just an FYI for everybody. Yes. Uh, also, uh, Abraham Robinson with the two dollars super chat <laughs> said, "No consent under the sea." <laughs> Actually, I think that's the thing Noah's really talking about. The fact that Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula. That's the thing Noah's talking about. That's actually, that's anything that upsets me. That upsets me. Um, uh, I see Ezra Grizzly talking about the, uh, yeah, about, yeah, about the scam that happened. Yeah. Oh, it's actually showing the messages now. They must have updated it. Cool. I like that. It used to not show messages when we would click on, uh, membership, uh, uh, you know, stuff. So, yeah, cool. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, we actually are giving away a PS5. This is this PS5 that I have right here is 
Very real. I am actually, because I think TikTok tried to like take down a video that I had because they said that the giveaway was a scam. I was like, it's not a scam. I was like, I literally have this right here. So, I, yeah. I, like, honestly, I, if I, if it was a scam, I just wouldn't even have done it in the first place. I just would have kept PS5 for myself. But I already have a PS5. I'm good. <laughs> I had to, like send it to car. No, I would not. Come on now. Um, Let's see, uh, was it Nameite Productions? Says, uh, with the $5 super tab, it says, I mean, as long as she can sing like Ariel does, it really, it doesn't really matter what color she is. I mean, here's the thing. And there you go. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you go, and I, I know, Carl, you said you didn't actually watch the trailer, but if you actually go back and watch that trailer, she's singing. And here's my thing, though. I already knew she could do that. So that's why I didn't yeah. give well, a me- fuck. That she was in the role, because I'm like, oh, right. well, she, she, she can, can sing, sing. So, yeah. Okay, that's, Dude, fine. that's cool. If I'm not mistaken, she is literally a Grammy Award-winning singer. <laughs> I mean, so are we, is anybody surprised she could sing? Like, I more or less didn't watch the trailer just because it was like, oh, I mean, I know the sister can sing. I just kept well, no. moving. No, what I thought was funny was I saw a Facebook post, and, this is like, and I swear to God, after this, we are moving on. Uh, but someone, it was, it was a part where, uh, uh, where she's singing a part of your world at the end of the trailer. And she's like, wish I could be. And then she takes a pause. She said, when someone said, when that movie come out, it's going to be at least one random black person in the theater. That's going to, will she take that pause and going to be like, take your time, girl, take your time. <laughs> like you in church or some shit. But anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. We're moving on. I swear to God, we're moving on. Anyway, Daredevil, Carter, Daredevil. You, Carter, you're you're a fan of old Hornhead, old Double D. Uh, well, the, the Double D is that's 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 one of my favorite Ed boys. But yes, I'm a, I'm a fan of Daredevil. I am, I am a fan of Daredevil. I have the entire Bendis run. I am. Waiting on the Chip Zdarsky run to be collected. I'm rereading that myself right now. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, I <laughs> I'm one of the few who, just like you had little girls that were constantly watching Little Mermaid and the Beauty and the Beast and bringing on, I, I may or may not have been that guy who who kept uh, uh, old Ben Affleck's Daredevil movie in constant DVD rotation. Oh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm I you hey, I I own I own the director's cut of it, so I can't say shit. <laughs> I own, actually I have bought that movie three times. I bought the original version, I bought the director's cut version on DVD, and I even bought the director's cut version on uh, uh like on Amazon or Voodoo or something like that. So I bought that movie three times, and it's not a great movie, but I still love it. <laughs> so yes, but carry on. Um, no, go ahead. But I was just going to say, uh, just to answer your question. Yes, I was, I am. I'm a very big fan. I cannot wait to see what we get mm. with this new series of born again. Um, 18 episodes is that's a lot. It's that's, a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm fairly certain. I think. I think you and I could both agree on these are one L that we're going to have to take is that these are going to be 30 minute episodes. I don't see 18 hour episodes happening. Any I, way, I'm yeah. I would give you 45 minutes at best. 
45 Ooh. minutes at best is what I would give you, but I do think you're correct. I think 30 minutes is probably more accurate to what we're so, actually going to get. Okay. So 30 to 45 minute episodes, 18 episodes. The real question is, mm-hmm. is this going to be a continuation of the MCU stuff, or is this going to be a continuation of the Netflix stuff, or is this just going to be a whole new bag? So, I actually have an answer for you, Carter. I, I, I actually have an answer for you. So, as as stated, yeah, we got uh, Old Hornhead. He's back. He's back in the saddle again. Charlie Cox is back to reprise the role. We have already seen. Uh, we've already seen uh, Vincent. Uh, D'Onofrio come back uh, as the uh, character Kingpin in the uh, in the MCU. We we've all we've already seen that uh, he is back. Uh, and what we have learned, and this actually all came out during D twenty three. Um, this has been confirmed to be a reboot. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a reboot. This is going to be a reboot of the character. Now, I know initially a lot of... Because with everything that's been going on recently, the the original Netflix uh, series like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Defenders, all those, Punisher, all those have been moved over to Disney+. Plus. So a lot of people drew the natural conclusion that, oh, well, these maybe, maybe these are canon now. And the answer is kind of yes, and the answer is also kind of no. Uh, basically, what we've learned is is that they're going to be doing a retelling of the uh, you know, of his story. That's kind of hence why it is going to be called Daredevil: Born Again. Um, this isn't going to. It's kind of like how what they did with Spider Man: Homecoming. It was like Homecoming was kind of a double entendre. It was a, yeah. It also it takes place during his homecoming uh, at high school. But also at the same time, it's also his homecoming because he's coming to the MCU. Um, you know, it was it was a lot of meanings uh, in that. But in this case, yes, I think it's going to be kind of the same thing. Yes, they're going to be probably telling a little bit of the story of Daredevil: Born Again. There might be some allusions to or, or adaptations of the uh, the which I, I think is probably one of the most iconic Daredevil storylines ever uh, created. Is Daredevil: Born Again? It's a harrowing journey for uh, for Daredevil. Uh, probably one of his most uh, harrowing journeys in his entire publication history. But what I think is also going to happen is this is also meant to say that, yes, he is coming back as a, a, a new character. While, yeah, they may hold on to some of the things from those Netflix uh, shows. Like, there may be certain things or nods. Like, I think characters or, or, or the way certain characters are will probably... Uh, stay in place, but one of the things I, one of the things I definitely think it's safe to say we should not expect is uh, we should not expect uh, the actors who played a lot of those characters to come back. Uh, now, some of them will, because I'm not going to lie. Some of them ain't really doing much right now. Deborah Ann Wall hasn't made anything. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's true. It was true. I remember Remember, we actually talked about this. I think we talked about this as a cave like over, over a year ago, two years ago maybe. Uh, but 
Deborah Ann Wall, who played uh, uh, Karen Page, I remember she actually did an interview with somebody uh, talking about how she hadn't, like, after the uh, Punisher stuff, and pretty much since, like, the whole, you know, like, since her being on those shows, she hadn't gotten any work. Now, I think she's gotten some work recently. The well dried up since True Blood. <laughs> well, I mean, True shit, True Blood was over before. Uh, uh, yeah, True Blood was over well before. Uh, uh. No, know. but what I'm saying is that's why she took on Daredevil to begin with. Because oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so since Punisher, since Punisher, uh, she actually had been in some stuff. But like, uh, one of them was like a thing uh, where she did. It was a, um, I think it was like a web series or something. It's called Relics and Rarities. But it was like a, it was supposed to be like a Dungeons and Dragons, like uh, like a kind of like what they do with like Critical Role. It was supposed to be something kind of like along those lines. And then she pretty much didn't really do a whole heap of a lot of much, uh, except you know, doing stuff on like the the board game geek YouTube channel and stuff like that. And like you. Know, She's done some more stuff recently, but, like, as of that time period, she really hadn't gotten any work. So, like, you, you probably will be able to get someone like uh, Deborah Ann Wall back. Uh, you know, someone like uh, Eldon Henson, uh, who played uh, Foggy Nelson. You might be able to get him back. You might be able to get him back. Um, and as far as, like, Rosario Dawson coming back is uh, the Night Nurse, uh, is Claire Temple, maybe. That's a possibility. Uh, I wouldn't hold out any hope for it, but it, it could happen. I think she's more likely than most other people. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they'll 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 probably want to see her back. Um, I don't know whether or not that would be the case. What I think you can expect, and I think what this actually frees them up to do, if uh, uh, if anything, this being a reboot, this will also free them up of some of the story decisions that happened during that Netflix series, like case in point. This would be a way that you could bring back a character like uh, Ben Urich by retconning his death if that show isn't taken into account, uh, which I think would be great because I think Ben Urich is a huge part of Daredevil's uh, uh, mythos. He's a character that's very centrally connected to Daredevil, and the fact that that character got killed off because of scheduling conflicts, um, you know... I think that sucks. I think that's a, a, a terrible thing. Um, you know, uh, I think how Karen Page's character was handled, I think, could be done differently. I don't. I'm not saying I want her to be getting strung out or anything like that, but I feel like they could open themselves up to doing something different with her character than what they did. Because I kind of felt like she got shoehorned into a lot of shit. Uh, you know what all this yeah. sounds like to me? What's that? The way you're describing it, mm -hmm. it almost. It sounds like, and this is one thing I've always said that I've been a fan of that Kevin Feige and everybody has done with Marvel stuff when it comes to the different properties. It sounds like different runs. So you could say that the Netflix stuff was like the Marvel Knight stuff, and then the Disney yeah. Plus stuff was, you know, so because this almost sounds like you could say, like, for the sake of conversation. You could say that the Netflix stuff mm -hmm. was the Bendis run of Daredevil. The Disney Plus stuff, you could say, is like this is the this is Volume Two, so this is like the Ed Brubaker run, right? Or right, the right, Mark, right. or this is this is 
the Charles Soul run going into the Mark Wade run or vice versa. That's what this sounds like to me. And it is going to sting a little bit just because I really liked that Netflix series. But when you take it into the comic standpoint, uh, I, I, I could do yeah. it. I could do uh, yeah, I, I also think maybe you could even change. I mean, granted, I don't think you really need to change much in regards to the character of uh, of Bullseye, but you could do something maybe a little bit different with Bullseye, uh, you know, in this. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It, it's Even though technically they kind of seem like they were heading that direction anyway by the time you get to the end of that, you know, that third uh, season. Um you could, and it also would kind of help explain, case in point, why certain things seemed different when Kingpin reappeared in the MCU and he seemed like he had been buffed. Remember how, like, you know, one of the things that always came up is how buffed he seemed, like how he got hit by a car, he's getting shot by arrows and all this other stuff. that's and, when I knew yeah. where, if they were bringing back Daredevil, mm-hmm. where it was going to go. Yeah, For him to take that much punishment to almost cartoon levels, yeah. and I'm not saying that as a knock, no. But I that's when I kind of yeah. realized what kind of series we would be getting. So right. Well, and and here's my here's my thing with it too is that I'm perfectly okay with them going that direction because Kingpin in the comics is a far more robust person than what he appears. Uh, heck, uh, not just in you you know, in in the comics, even in the Daredevil movie, they kind of made him seem you know stronger than what he probably should have been. He was punching through concrete and shit like that and, and, and pillars and shit. Uh, great. And in that case, it was Michael you know, Clark Duncan, but you know, that's a whole other story altogether. But I feel like even if you go back to like the, like hell, the recent Spider-Man video game on PlayStation four and five, uh, you know, Kingpin is out here throwing hands with Spider-Man and falling through walls and running through walls and, uh, 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 getting uh, machine gun turret machine guns flung at him and surviving dude still alive by the end of all of it. Uh, so I mean, and that's kind of been a thing. That's been a staple of Kingpin is that you know he is he's a normal human, but he's tougher than what you would imagine him being. You know, people assume when they see the Kingpin, he's just some fat white dude. He take that suit off, you realize this dude got got muscles. He got muscles uh, uh under that suit. Uh, but I also think this means that they could maybe make some changes in regards to other things, like how the character of, and I want to make sure I preface everything I say here. I actually liked Elektra on the Daredevil show. I liked the actress who played her, Elodie Young. I thought she did a very good job with what she was given. I think they kind of dropped the ball with her on Defenders, but I mean, as far as how she played the character of Elektra, she was pretty much Elektra. Elektra's not a nice person. She's not even really someone you're supposed to like. You know, she's, she's technically an asshole, and that's kind of the point. She's trying to corrupt Matt and get him to the hand, but I feel like maybe they could clean that story up a bit and maybe handle, uh, and I mean pun intended, I'll, I'll, I'll accept this pun, they can handle the hand better than what they did in the uh, Netflix uh, stuff, because I feel like the hand is something that could be a really awesome thing in the MCU if done right, but you have to do it right. You can't, like hire actresses like Sigourney Weaver and bring her in and just kind of have her there just to say you got Sigourney Weaver on the show. 
uh, which is what happened. Sigourney Weaver was literally just on the show to say they had Sigourney Weaver. That was a paycheck. Sigourney Weaver was paying off her apartment. Don't even play with me. That 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 was the light. She was on that until you just yeah. brought that up. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, no, Sigourney Weaver. She was literally. I guarantee you, Sigourney Weaver was just paying off the light bill. That was what that was. That was just a check so she could pay rent this week. That was all that was. She 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 was paying for a trip. She was. You know, that was a boat cruise. She was paying off. But no, um, I'm okay with this. Now, once again, like I said, I don't think we should expect every actor to come back just because. They may or may not be available because I think even uh, when all this stuff was announced originally, that was that was a reality that kind of got thrown out there. Was that they may there may be some people who won't be able to come back, um, and it's and 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 as Charlie Cox even said himself, he said this is a season one, not a season four. This whole new thing. He's a, and, and basically what he's saying is, and it's not even so much to say that it's going to be like such a hard reboot, but that it's going to be doing something differently. That's kind of what he says, says, which he says, I think it's the way to go. If you're going to do it again, do it differently. So I think you'll, you'll maintain some of that continuity. I think, once again, some of that stuff might stick. But I think there will also go different directions with things that you may not have been ready for. Yeah, it, it that was a very articulate way of saying what I said previously yeah. was just that it's, this is going to be a volume two mm-hmm. under a new yeah. creative team. That's that's the mm-hmm. best way you all can look at this. As long, and I, 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 I'm really hoping they don't skim on it because with this being 18 episodes, and I think they're just going to be like She-Hulk 20, mm-hmm. 20 some odd minutes, maybe the finale might be an hour or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Just give me my one take or I'm going to cheat and it ain't really one take fight scene. That's all I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the hallway fights, yeah. I I mean, to be fair, a lot of times they, I mean, and honestly with stuff like that, sometimes they were able to get them in one take, but a lot of times they use camera trickery uh, to to do that. It's kind of like how you can hide that. Like, that's the reason why editors exist. You can hide shit. There's been times where, and just to show you how easy this is, in some of my videos, I mean, I do a lot of jump cuts in my videos. I do it on purpose. But there's sometimes when I do them, and you may not notice, because the way it lines up, it doesn't even look like I jumped. It doesn't even look like I moved. Not all the time. I'm just saying, there's there have been times where I've done it's like, oh, yeah, that's seamless. I really <laughs> thought you were going to just be like, because I'm that good. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a, I don't think I'm a. I don't even think I'm a, a good video editor. I think I, I'm just a video editor. <laughs> I do I do what I do. I think I do what I do very well, but I don't think what I do is anything like that complex. Um, but no, go, but, but once again, now what would I also think is a less fun answer to this is I think there's also a legal reason behind why they're not just continuing uh, as a uh, a season four, uh, I believe it is. Sorry, that's my alarm. Uh, but no, I think it's also because. What's the best way to put this? If. While Disney has the rights to Daredevil back. There may be some legalese. That dictates that they can't just. Do continuations. 
of the Netflix stuff. That is something that could actually be in the contracts uh, that revolved around the Netflix Disney stuff in the first place. So, like, yeah, you got the rights back to the characters, you can use the characters, but you can't use the material from the shows that were produced by Netflix to do anything else with, you know, after the fact. If that makes any sense. It's kind of like how, like, right now, like, there's a lot of weird legalese and a lot of the Marvel stuff. Like, case in point, Hulk. Hulk has weird legalese around him that he can be in MCU movies, and he can be referred to as the Hulk. But he can't be in his own movie, because Marvel and Disney don't have the distribution and publishing rights to Hulk having individual movies. At least, not yet. Those rights are supposedly about to revert back if they haven't already. Um, the other thing we, we should probably think about, too, is it's the same with uh, how they could have a Quicksilver and a Scarlet Witch in both the Fox X-Men movies and in the MCU movies. It was kind of, and, and you know, um, and for those who are confused about the Scarlet Witch part, there actually was a Scarlet Witch in the Fox X-Men movies. They just didn't linger the camera on her long enough for you to even recognize it. Uh, and I think it might, I think they even showed her in the trailers for Days of Future Past and just never using that material. But point of the matter is, there, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch existed in a weird legal loophole where they both existed as Avengers properties, but also as X-Men properties. So they could both use them and they just chose to do them differently to not confuse matters. Um... That's the less fun answer. But uh, right now, all we know, the only actors confirmed to come back for this that are hard confirmed, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk slash Kingpin. That's the, those are the only actors. Nobody else is confirmed. So... Don't, that's what I'm saying now. I don't want, I don't want people to have unrealistic expectations and assume that everybody coming back. You might not get everybody back. You might get some people back. Hell, you, here's a harsh reality. It could just as easily be Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are the only motherfuckers who come back. That's a harsh reality. I'm willing to face that reality. If that is if that is the version of the earth in the multiverse that I live in, I am willing to live with that. You don't want the uh you don't want the Bastion brothers to come back as foggy then? No. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I already hear that Mighty Duck show ain't doing too hot over there. So, oh, man. I mean, I mean hey. Brother might have to come back big time. He might. Or you know what? You know what? You know what? What if? What if? Uh, I, I, I want to throw this out here. <laughs> I want to throw this out here. What if? What if? They didn't bring Eldon Henson back. As Foggy Nelson. What if? What if? Instead if of bringing John him back, Favreau, if they bring back on. John Favreau, what, yeah, what if? What, what if they bring back John Favreau? I don't want to hear him talk about the alligators in the sewers. Let's move on. But what if the alligators are in the sewers, my 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 good man? 
What if they are in the sewers? They are. There may be. Also, and, and uh, I, maybe we get to see him trying to put honey in his coffee and Matt did switched out with mustard. We don't know. Maybe maybe he gets to, he gets to help represent the case with Coolio. I don't know. What a Coolio. Uh, <laughs> just, just for, for, for no reason whatsoever. Uh, you know, I just, I'm ready for it. I've prepared myself for this. So there you, there you have it. But uh, let's go back because we got we got super chats here that I want to address. Here, uh, let's go to we got one for pff, sucked <laughs> uh, with the one ninety nine super chat says. Remember how mad they were about Black Kingpin? Oh, I remember that shit. I remember that shit. Folks was high key. Yeah, because people said there's no way that a black man could be the kingpin of crime. Okay, all right. So basically, what I'm trying to say is people. Black people aren't. It was almost like they try to say black people aren't smart enough to be the kingpin. <laughs> that no one would listen to a black man. Uh, that that's in charge of shit. It's like okay, all right, we see, we see, we see. I remember that shit. I remember, I remember hearing that shit day in and day out. Uh, we got uh, Chase Conley here with the Blur Club Silver. We appreciate you, pimp. We appreciate you. We also got Walter Baptiste with a 1999 Canadian soup chat. Says, uh, can Canadians with American address enter? I don't know about that. I don't know how that works. Because I don't know how Canadian... It sounds like he might have like a, like a sister or a cousin or something that might live in the States. And then he would win, but you would send it to the cousin or sister or something, and then the cousin or sister or something would then send it to him on Planet Drake. I mean, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I, and I know this is going to sound really shitty on my part because I said you had to be you had to live in the continental United States. Here's my thing. If you win, and you give me an American address that is with that that is that is in the continental United States. How am I to know what you do after that? Because <laughs> if you give me a United States address, that's all I... Because here's the thing. The reason why I say the continental United States is because I'm not shipping shit across no water. Like, if you in Europe, Japan, Australia, Russia, Africa, wherever, I'm not shipping nothing. Like, South America, I ain't shipping nothing down there. Or out there, because that costs a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, if you say, like, if you, yeah, if you live, if you, if you, look, if you win, and I say, hey, give me an address so I can get this to you, and you send me an address that's in Wyoming, or Kansas, or uh, New York, or California, or Texas, whatever, I'm not going to even blink about it, because I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Even though you and I have just had this conversation. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> trying to wish ill, but it would be funny as hell if you like had some buddies that were in the States. They're like, hey, if I win, can I get it sent to you all? And then he wins. All right, bro. Uh, can I give you my address? You can see me with the PS5. What PS5? Bruh, I would holler. <laughs> I would holler. 
I would fucking hot. That would be some. That'd be some super villain. That would be a super villain origin story if ever there was one. That would be a super villain origin story if ever you had had one. I would laugh my ass off. Uh, Steven Jackson, thank you for the Blur Club Gold Pimp. We also got a $5 super chat from Dan the Man. Says, Netflix Daredevil was a white knight in the dark. Disney Plus Daredevil is a dark knight in the light. Watch what I tell you now. I mean, here's the thing. I'm okay with that. Like, okay, Noah Carter, here. Let's go ahead and put it out here. I want to put this out here in the ether. I want to put this out here in the ether, uh, Carter. Uh, I know you are as familiar with Daredevil by Mark Wade as I am. Yeah. I would be perfectly fine if the the tone uh if the tone of that version of Daredevil was in line uh, uh of, of Daredevil born of born again was in line with the Mark Wade tone which to be fair Mark Wade's Daredevil was dark it just looked light because of the art style they chose. If I can be completely movie. honest with you, when I heard that it was going to be on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the only thing I thought of, the only thing I thought about was the Mark Wade run is probably how they're going to. Yeah, do. no, no, I, I'm no, I'm a thousand percent. I'm I'm thousand percent, bruh. Can, look, I'm asking one question, man. Can can I can I get this, Carter? Can, can I get this? Can I can I can I can I get Daredevil on the surfboard just for two seconds? I'm just saying I just want I want him on the surfboard for like two seconds. I just want someone to refer to him as Red Batman like they did. Bro, I just want a look yes. to somebody to call him Red Batman. Bro, crack up. I that dude. shit caught me so off guard when I was reading that book. Oh yeah, dude. Because like I remember, dude. What was it? Um. What shot was that? Oh my god! I think I wait. I think I found it. Maybe this might not be. No, no, that's not that one. It's not one. I was trying to find one, but, but yeah, basically what I'm saying is, is that if they went that direction, you wanted to go with a Mark Wade era Daredevil. I would be a hundred percent into it. I would eat that shit up. Cause I think honestly, me personally, I yeah, I think I, I've said this before, so I'm I'm not you know I, I'm not gonna BS about this. This is a hill I'm willing to die on. Daredevil has the most consistent, most consistently good runs in the comics compared to any other. Hero, I honestly would say, not just in Marvel, but even in DC. Uh, And what I mean by that is, I'm talking about a character who has been around as long as Daredevil, has had as many books and creative teams as Daredevil. This man has consistently had some of the best stories. Like right now, Chips Darsky, killing it. Frank Miller, literally made the character who he is today. Uh, Even though he didn't create him. Uh, you had the uh, Brian Michael Bendis was killing it. Charles Soule killing it. Mark Wade killing it. Pretty much everybody who has ever written a core Daredevil title has had a like a phenomenal Daredevil title. 
And not too many other comic book characters can say that. For a character that has been around uh, as long as Daredevil has been. And I, I, like I said, I will fight a motherfucker on that shit. Like, that's not even... I don't even think it's up for debate. Honestly. Yeah, you, you, you come out here and say Batman? No, Batman has not had uh, the most... There have been some ass Batman books out there. Let's just be real. Not every Batman book was amazing. What about uh, what about Andy Diggle when he was writing Daredevil and there was that whole Shadowlands stuff? <laughs> so here's the here's the here's the here's the here's the get, get, uh, 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 you all get, want, okay. So for everybody here, listening, I, I, on I get Spotify, that. One. For everybody listening on Spotify, you just didn't see the look that he just fucking made. The people on YouTube saw it. This Here's the I'm happy it's on Spotify for you all listening to, but you also should watch some of this shit on YouTube. Yeah. Just because you miss shit like this. Okay, I take it back. I take well, I'll take it back, but I will say, here's the thing though. Shadowland is one story arc. It's one story arc across Daredevil's entire Marvel Comics history. This one story arc across his entire history. Like, and here's the thing I think people need to, to 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 take into consideration here. We're talking about a character who has been around. Uh, a character who has been around since what? 1964. 1964. That's a long-ass time. And he has had better books than most people. Yeah, Shadow. Here's the thing. I'll even give Shadowland this. I don't hate Shadowland. I just think it ends really weird. Take, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, it also gave me one of my favorite Black Panther uh, series, so I can't hate it too much because it gave me Black Panther, Man Without Fear. You wouldn't have that book without Shadowland. So there you go. Um, That's fair. Uh, yeah, because you have to have Shadowland because Shadowland leads into that arc. So, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, but still, Daredevil. My dude. Uh, let's see here. We also got a... We also got another here from Dan the Man with the $5 Super Chat. It says, bring back the Daughters of the Dragon. Recast everyone else. New Luke Cage. New, uh, new Iron Fist. New Jessica Jones. I actually wouldn't mind if they brought back the uh Kristen Ritter's uh Jessica Jones. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh bring back new Frank Castle. I wouldn't be too upset with that either. Uh I I would like a I would I would like Electra to stay the same. But yeah, bring back you know new uh new all of them for the MCU on the ASAP. Don and Mark are squirrels too. Damn <laughs> I mean you know what honestly I kinda wish Daredevil was more cemented in the Marvel comics. Uh, universe, because that Secret Invasion show would have had Ben Yurik on it. That Secret Invasion show would have had Ben Yurik. That's the thing. That that's that that's the missed opportunity. Um. Uh, let's see here. Oh man, let's keep going. We still got some more down here. John the Moto with the nineteen ninety nine. Super Chat says, "I just want to see a black Norman Osborn." Those waves, man. Look, let me tell you something. 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 I want to see it too. I want to see it too. If I get to see, like, first, uh, what, what was the, uh, the, 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 the new Spider-Man, new Spider-Man, uh, animated series that's coming out freshman year. We already know 
We already know we about to get the waves. Oh, my God. Man, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. Cause you know what? It it means that <laughs> it means I get to hit Carter. I get to hit Carter with this more often than not. <laughs> For those of y'all at home, y'all can't see it. <laughs> but uh I get to hit I get to hit Carter with the uh uh with the Norman Osborne. You know, I'm something of a of a nigga myself. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, I had to do it. I, I, I regret nothing. I regret nothing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we also got Walter Baptiste with the 16 months. Says, not sure what my, why, uh, but my chats aren't coming through. Wait a minute. I think they did. Did they not? I saw it earlier. Didn't we? I think we, we saw it earlier. I believe. I believe. Yeah, I think we answered. I think we just we just got we're late getting to it. Um, unless I missed something. No, the only thing that got removed was spam. Uh, we got uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours, yours came through. I believe yours came through. Um, also thank you for that blur club silver. Black Century King with the ten dollars super chat says, "Yo, quick question: How long do you think it'll take for Luke Cage to unleash his inner Mike Hagar?" When uh things finally go crazy with Thunderbolt, uh you know honestly if he does I think it won't it'll probably take a few issues it, it I, they're gonna give it at least a few issues I give it a year yeah I give it give, give it, it ten year. to twelve give it ten to twelve and he probably gonna have to act a fool but I do like the idea of the Thunderbolts having to answer to Luke Cage I like that like it's it's, it's, it's nice I like that. Also, I like the Luke Cage. For those who don't know, Luke Cage has recently showed up in Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil number three. It, it was kind of hilarious. Because <laughs> Luke really ain't got time for Daredevil's bullshit. <laughs> he's like, man, look. He's like, I'm trying to I'm trying to run a city. <laughs> he's like, right now, I got a wife at home. I got kids. Because you ain't taking care of uh, that one purple kid. Uh, um, yeah, I can't remember her name. Well, no, uh, it's the I think it's the boy. It was, oh, I thought he was yeah. taking care of the girl that was on the Thunderbolts. No, 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 no. That's a different. Uh, you talking about persuasion? That's 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 uh that's that's a different character. No, I'm talking okay. about the, the young the. So remember Devil's Reign, the the young boy who was trying to kill, uh, Purple Man. I, I thought all those kids kind of went to him, and he was just going to try to keep them straight. That's what I, I yeah, I'm, well, I'm me, misremembering. Yeah. I think technically they went into foster care, but this particular one was kind of acting out. Yeah. And he took that kid under his wing. And then, of course, he's also got his already kid, uh, uh, Danielle. Uh, so, yeah, he, he got kids, man. He got, got shit to do. Uh, but, but that said, that said... Oh, Walter Baptiste said, said $5 service. I retract my previous statement. It wasn't showing up on my screen. I missed y'all the last couple of weeks while I was traveling. Hey, we appreciate you, man. We, 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 yeah, look, man, you out here, man. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Hope you had a safe trip, too, by the way. Because uh, it, it's wild out here in these streets. I didn't go to Dragon Con this year because I was like, nah, y'all talking about monkey pox out here. I ain't trying to catch no pox that got an animal's name in front of it, especially not no damn monkey. Um, 
<laughs> that dude. <laughs> I just love it. That dude actually like Eddie Kane Jr. That picture I put up a uh, black Norman Osborne. <laughs> Anyway, 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 moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, I guess while we're talking about Daredevil, we can talk about this real quick because this was uh, more of a um, uh, this this one this one can be summed up pretty quick. Uh, so She Hulk episode five, real quick, because uh, there wasn't really a whole lot in this episode. Uh, there is a few things I do want to address real quick though. Uh, this was this was mostly a Nikki and Pug episode. Uh, like, uh, Pugliese, that was, that was, that was pretty much, uh, that, that, that was, that was the episode right there, like, like, that was actually, the, the Avengers, that Avengers kind of killed me, though, that, that, that Avengers, that was, that, that almost the took Avengers, me out. The Avengers with the eye. Oh, man, man was kind of chuckle a little bit. Look, look, I, I also just appreciate the fact that they let them just have a good old ass time with this episode, because it, it was, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, it not saying, not trying to compare them to dogs, but you remember in the Matt Fraction Hawkeye, remember there was that one issue where it was from Pizza Dog's perspective? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminded me, not saying it was the same thing, but just like, I like it sometimes when people, when like, when shows, comics, whatever, when just for a moment, even if it's only for a little while, just switch to somebody else's perspective. Even if it's, you know, something that makes no damn sense. Um, but what I liked about, uh, what I liked about, like, uh, so yeah, we, we had, you know, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier gave us the Power Broker. She-Hulk gave us the Drip Broker. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I was actually kind of hollering when we got this dude, because, uh, I not as familiar with uh I'm not as familiar with the actor uh Griffin Matthews uh but he's playing he's actually playing a character from the comics he is actually I thought yeah. it was gonna be the dude from Daredevil oh that made his suit. that's yeah. who I thought it was going to be and then yeah. when I saw this brother do you remember he's not he doesn't act anymore he's gained a lot of weight and he talks about Illuminati shit on Instagram you remember that movie, Lottery Ticket? Yes. You remember Bow Wow's friend? Everybody sees that one scene from the movie. He just screaming, I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. That's who I thought that was. The dude <laughs> from the Big Mama's House sequel. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, he was he was in that. He was in Roll Bounce. I can't remember oh, that boy. God. I cannot remember that brother's name. But that's oh, who I thought that was when I first saw oh. him. He, he was in Tropic Thunder. He was, he was the boy yeah. sweat dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. But no, it just, so th this is actually a character from the comics. Okay. Uh, this is actually, a lot of people were confused by it. But yeah, he's actually a character from the comics, uh, if I'm not mistaken. um, In the comics, his name is, uh, is it, well, it is, it's the same in this too. It's Luke Jacobson. Uh, who is for a little side by side? There you go. <laughs> but uh, he basically just—he was a wait, tailor. Wait, wait, stop it, stop it, stop it! Why ain't nobody talking about this? <laughs> Again, you all can't see this because you're listening to this on Spotify. But what we have here is another hard case 
situation. <laughs> oh god, this man fucked his camera up. <laughs> this man fucked his camera up. Oh, I can't hear you. It happened again. Tokenization. It happened, y'all. Well, it happened. Here. The camera screwed up everything. Tokenization. It happened. <laughs> this man. <laughs> but no, it, so it, here's the thing. This is what I think is so funny about Well, I mean, also, I guess while we're here, uh, it, we talked about this last week. Because this episode also focuses on uh, uh, Mallory Book and, uh, and She-Hulk. Their relationship with one another. Same thing. Mallory Book is is a, a, a Mallory Book is a white woman in the in the comics. So it, it's one of those it's one of those deals where personally, I just kind of feel like you know, here, like right here, bam. That's what Mallory that's what Mallory Book looks like. In the comics. Was she, a, was she a bitch in the comics, too? Because I did not like her in this episode. <laughs> well, no, no. Okay, so, all right. So, Carter, did you... Did you read any of the Dan Slott She-Hulk run? No. Okay, so Mallory Book was a villain. She technically was kind of a villain over the course of that run. And she always tried to cut down She-Hulk. They actually didn't reveal gotcha. she was supposed to be... She was actually working with some supervillains towards the end of Dan Slott's run that were trying to take She-Hulk down. And then somewhere towards the end, I forget exactly what it was that happened, but they basically just kind of wiped it all away. And right now, she is She-Hulk's boss in the current She-Hulk comics. Because She-Hulk couldn't get a job working as a lawyer anywhere else. So she's working with Mallory Book's new law firm and is putting her foot down on Jennifer because she keeps telling her, stop bringing in superhero clients. But She-Hulk's like, that's all I know. I'm a superhero, so I naturally attract... Like, was it the most recent, ep- the most recent issue of, uh, of uh, She-Hulk when Nightcrawler shows up trying to get She-Hulk on retainer for Krakoa, Mallory Book gets in her feelings because she's like, it's just more, you just keep bringing in more super, even though technically Mallory's fine with it because deep down she knows this means that if she is, if, uh, um, if they're representing Krakoa, it means money gonna stay flowing in because that's, uh, all kinds of different licensings and rights and things yeah. like that. But yeah, no, Mallory Book is not a nice person. Even when she's being nice to, uh, even when she's being nice to Jennifer, she's not really being nice to Je- Like, because even like, what was it? Like this shot right here where they're having drinks and they're actually bonding. She's even telling She-Hulk, you could do better than those men that you had in there. You know, this, that. You deserve better. You're you're a better person. But, like, but you did, but the thing is, the way they kept it, like, you know, adversarial is when she realized, when when Jen, like, kind of just let us, oh, I'm so glad we're friends now. She was kind of like, hmm. And then she was like, yeah, you need to get some better clothes. (laughs) When it was that first scene when she was introduced in this episode when she mm-hmm. was basically talking down to her like she wasn't a lawyer and I'm like 
That's when I peeped out. Okay, so yeah. this is what kind of episode we in for today. Well, uh, and, yeah, and I, I kind of get where she's coming from too because when you think about what Mallory Book, you know, who she is, she's a normal person. She's a normal human. She does not have superpowers whatsoever. And she is trying to make it on her own merits and she feels like She-Hulk was only brought in not because she's a good lawyer but because she's a superhero because she has superpowers and she's not she wrong. Was, it's a it's a black woman saying that this bitch is only here because mm. of the color of her skin yeah yeah pretty much that's not look 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 if look if that ain't green privilege i don't know what is that's green privilege <laughs> that's a green privilege right there green privilege <laughs> <laughs> not the green privilege can you imagine green privilege can we can we you know, is it, can we make that a thing? You got a whole jolly green giant green bean empire. <laughs> Man, what? Green giant. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> but no, um there's a lot of other cool stuff that happened in the uh episode. Oh, going back to okay, I want to ask you a question and then we'll we'll move away from this particular aspect of it. The one thing I didn't hear a lot of people or actually maybe I did see some people comparing it, but maybe they were I don't know. So when when Luke, the drip broker, was on the screen, you know what I kept thinking about? Edna Mode. <laughs> Somebody literally said that in the chat. Yeah, that's what, Somebody yeah. Somebody literally said that yeah. in the chat. I was like, this Edna Mode in live action. Get me out of here. Which, to be fair, I love Edna Mode on The Incredibles, so it just made me laugh. Uh, what do you think about Titania? Uh, this episode. I didn't expect her to be so Kardashian. That's kind of the point, though, with her character, though. Like, she's a... She's supposed to be a social... Like, that's... Okay, and I think I talked about this in my video, breaking down the character of Titania. This is not what Titania is like in the comics. She is not a... a, 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 a beauty influencer or anything like that and that's kind of what they're that's that's what they're going for with jamila jamil's take on this character like and honestly i it it, it actually tracks because jamila jamil that's what that's something she can sell that's something that i feel she could sell like her character the way she's portraying it i actually was more shocked that she used her normal accent That's what I was more, or not her normal accent. I was more, I was more shocked she didn't use her normal accent because she's, even though she technically is, she is Pakistani. Uh, but she does act. She was born and raised, uh, in the UK, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, she is uh British British citizenship, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but no, yeah, she's more of a social media influencer. She's kind of more of a, I guess like valley girl mentality but at the same time she kind of has a bit of a mean streak underneath also man what do you think about uh old david otunga trying to trying to get him some like what you doing later <laughs> this was a conversation i actually had with a buddy of mine um i mean all the dudes on the show for the most part yeah are nasty and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait that... Pugliese, not Pugliese. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's He's... the thing. When I was having a conversation with my homie, shout out to Bishop, we were talking about the fact that 
we knew going in that they that the males on this show were going to be characterized and caricatured a certain way. You, you, it, you, it just comes with the territory. But he seemed like he was going to be the one with some damn sense. If you go back to the Megan the Stallion episode when he had the bright idea, okay, this dude's stupid fuck. I, that can build my whole case around him being a stupid fuck. I thought he was going to be the one with some sense. And then he just starts saying a bunch of fucking IG shit. As soon as Drip and he was a sneakerhead came out, I just... Uh, I mean, oh, to be fair, though, it I wasn't like he was a square the entire, like, two episodes he had appeared prior, because he kind of... I mean, it, it was fairly obvious that he was more hip than anyone else in the office. Yeah, so what my, my point is, it's... Now he just... I thought going in, he would be the the straight shooter kind of deal. Mm. But now with the drip God stuff, and he's a bit of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, he's not a bad person. No, no, no. He's not like, a, he's not like an say, asshole or anything. No, 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 no. What I was going to say was but there's, a, there's a quirkiness to him now. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, are you familiar with his character from the comics? No. Yeah, same. He's kind of quirky. He's a quirky dude. He's the quirky dude who wants to be with She-Hulk, but she just never notices. She never notices that he likes her. Like, not because she doesn't want to, just, it just never, she just, she's oblivious. She's oblivious to it. Yeah, but but back to your question. Uh, yeah. With David Otungan, yeah, I think he's just looking for another check because that Jennifer Hudson money may, may be running, running yeah. dry. No, uh, but I, I thought yeah. they were going to try to redeem the one dude, the doctor, and they just doubled no, down on no, that they doubled down on being him. a scumbag. Oh yeah, um, straight to her face, like. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it just goes back to the point. Like, I, I knew guys would be yeah a certain type of way in this mm. show. So, David Otunga, the doctor, that one dude, I can never remember his name, but he's always weird and whatever he's in. Um, that that Mallory was also representing mm. the guy that she remembered. Um, but yeah, they're all just, they just, yeah. nasty. They're, also, they're also, nasty. why are you surprised that, why are you, why were you so, I'm, I'm so shocked that you were kind of surprised that the, the, the Pugliese was, uh, had a little sauce to him. He, you know, he Puerto Rican, right? That I didn't not, know that. Well, yeah. no, I just, I just mean. He got a little sauce on him. He, little, he you, got a little okay. sauce. Well, you know how Mallory is she like, she's, she's a bit of a cunt, but she's like the straight. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I thought that's what he was going to be since we no. had a lot of real like weirdos and mm. creepers and dorks and goob. I thought he was going to be that for Jennifer, except not evil, if that makes sense. So the funny thing is, okay, so Mallory is the straight man or straight woman in this. And I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, of course, sexual of course, preference. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying this more for other people <laughs> who may not understand comedy uh, terminology. Uh, the straight man or straight woman is someone who is the more serious character. Uh, like, Nikki is the goofball. Pugliese is kind of a mixture between the two. And Mallory... Ma- like Mallory's a straight man. She-Hulk is also kind of in the middle, though it kind of depends on who she's next to that determines whether she's the the the, the straight person or the goofball. So 
And then the boss, I forget the boss's name, but uh, he's like he's supposed to be the one that's funny unintentionally, even though technically it is intentional. But as a character, he is unintentionally funny. Like, because when he's sitting there, like, and, and Jennifer's like trying to figure out the whole uh, uh, Titania situation, and he's just sitting there eating nuts. And it's like, he, you can tell he's mad. But he's not acting outwardly mad, but the way he's acting doesn't come off as like he's mad. It comes off more goofy. Yeah. He's just let like, me, and, yeah. and let me say this everything I'm saying about him, mm. I'm not saying it as a negative. It's just not yeah. what I expected. I, I yeah. thought they were going to go one way and they went another way. I'm hoping that he's the one that breaks Jen off and She Hulk. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he don't end up with the Nicole Schwerzinger looking friend. Okay, so the funny thing about that is, I think, I, I may be wrong, I think that's not going to happen because I'm pretty sure Nikki's gay. Okay. Because she says something in one of the previous episodes that basically implies that she's gay. Like, okay, I don't she says, okay. yeah, okay. It, well, no, it, it's, it's, it's such a boom out there and then gone, it's easy to okay. miss. I only noticed it the second time I watched, because I watched the, I, like, I... She-Hulk has become one of those shows I usually end up watching three times because I will watch it when it first comes out, and then me and my kid will watch it together because she loves the show, and then we'll watch. I'll end up watching it with my wife because she also loves the show, and because she works, uh, you know, you know, weekends and Thursdays, she doesn't get to stay up and watch it, so she don't get to see it till like Monday or Tuesday, um, and I remember there was something that Nikki said about oh, uh, like a. Uh, it was when they were doing the whole Tinder dating thing, and she literally referred to her as one of the straights. And that's usually something that typically is only said by people who are from the LGBTQ community. It's usually how they refer to people. Okay, real quick. Is she yeah. from the comic? Is Nikki from the comics? Yes, Nikki is from okay. the comics. Okay, Empire yeah. Comics just said something. Yeah, she's gay. She's crushing on She-Hulk. Is that mm. something that happens? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember, like my my. Or is that something more so to like maybe possibly keep an eye on with this show? Because it don't seem like that in the show, but I'm just wondering if that was the case. Yeah, I, I think they're I, like as far as the show goes, I think they're just friends. Uh, okay. Oh, and actually, yeah, the Marvel, the uh, yeah, the the woman who plays Nikki did actually confirm Nikki is. Uh, she said queer. Ginger Gonzaga says her character is actually gay. So there you okay. go. Okay. Okay. Uh, she she says she isn't a hetero character. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. Bam. Done. Cut the check. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. Cut the check. Uh, so that, yeah, I, which it, it always kind of seemed implied. So I just, I, I drew, I drew an assumption. I was correct. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, other than that, you had the She-Hulk, uh, Titania. It was She-Hulk v. Titania this week, but it was a courtroom battle as opposed to an actual, like, fight. I think the fight is coming in the next uh, episode, because we do know they are going to throw hands with each other again. I think it's in the next, or it's either going to be in this next, because the, the mid-season promo that we saw, most of the footage from it came from this episode, and then there was also pieces that came from what I think the next episode be, and I guess kind of leads to what we were talking about, is why people kind of got upset, because there was that shot at the end where we saw that the Drip Broker had Matt's uh, Daredevil mask. Um... Which I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm I'm totally cool with that. It also kind of explains why the suit's yellow now. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, still don't even know why Titania 
bust into the courtroom on the first day. We still don't know about that. I wish they had kept that fight the same because Jamila Jamil went on... I think she went on whack ass fucking Jimmy Kimmel or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Showing where uh, no, it was the crotch punch you're talking about. Yeah, where she, she punched. punched the, yeah, she got punched in the cooch. Mm-hmm. I would have. I, I would have cracked up out of seen that. I would have laughed honestly. I would have yeah. bought a Disney Plus subscription if we just got cooch punching running around. Here. Oh yeah, I have hope for Daredevil now if we just punching women in the hoo haws. Yeah. Oh no, I I thought it was hilarious personally. Personally, um. So, yeah, there was that. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and move on to our next thing. And we do have a super chat here that we can uh, hit before we do. Um, we've got one here. This is from PeaceNick2K7 says, with the $5 super chat says, Daredevil is getting a soft reboot. Netflix continuity is still canon. Hopefully, uh, Luke comes back. Yeah, no, that's what we were saying earlier is it, it'll there will be some things that stay the same and there will probably be things that get done completely different. Um, I think that that is honestly the best. And kind of like how Carter said earlier with, uh, kind of like how when you get a, a relaunch of a comic under a new creative team, sometimes they address the things that came before. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes things stick and sometimes they ignore them. Um, it's kind of like how when the best way to put it, when house of X came out, it kind of ignored a lot of previous X-Men continuity. Not saying that it didn't address it. Not saying that it you know, made it not canon. It just, they're like, no, nah, we're just doing our own thing right now. And then over time, started addressing stuff that had come before. Uh, which is, honestly, I think sometimes the best way to do. Tell your own story first. And then, then you can move on to the next thing. Uh, let's move on to our next thing here. And that's going to be, and this is more of a PSA than anything else. Why we won't get Fantastic Four cast anytime soon. And more importantly, X-Men cast anytime soon. Because When D23 happened, there was a lot of people upset that we didn't get uh, the Fantastic Four cast announcement. A lot of people upset we didn't get an X-Men cast announcement. Hell, that is a, a regular thing every time Disney does make an announcement about anything Marvel-related. Um, and here, this is where I'm here to kind of put some cold water on your expectations. So... The only thing that got announced Fantastic Four-wise was that um, uh, director Matt Shackman, uh, the guy who was, uh, I believe, the writer uh, for a lot of One Division, if not all of it, um, Matt Shackman was announced as uh, you know being the director, you know, for Fantastic Four. Technically, it leaked days, maybe almost a week beforehand but uh marvel just basically said, oh yeah yeah by the way this is the only official thing we have to say about fantastic four and then a lot of people uh roasted kevin feige for saying that they had no nothing to say about fantastic four beyond that the, so people were upset here's the thing and i want y'all to understand this i know y'all got spoiled at that comic-con from a few years ago where at the end they did the mic drop saying, oh, hey, by the way, Mahershala Ali is playing Blade and just walked off. Here's the thing. That was a rarity. Typically, Marvel don't like casting actors to play characters in Marvel movies before a director and sometimes even a writer has been put in place 
for ensemble cast, which is what the Fantastic Four or the X-Men would be. Um, Matt Shackman had only just been put on. There is no way he has had an opportunity to even start uh, auditions at this point. Um, so it's very likely we are still some months away. Now I know there were those rumors about people like Jody Comer and, uh, uh, you know, all these other people coming on and signing on and whatever this that, and third, as far as I'm concerned right now, those are all still rumors. None of it has been confirmed. Um, so if we get anything, it'll probably be months down the road. It'll probably honestly be this time next year. If we're being, if you really want to have a realistic timeline, uh, but yeah, just don't, yeah, we need, we need to calm down and not expect, uh, casting news, like, every time, like, we can't expect them to, to announce who's playing Wolverine and Cyclops and Professor Xavier Magneto in a movie that don't have a writer, don't have a director, and they still gotta cast, like, 20 other people. It ain't, it just ain't gonna happen. I just wanna put that out there. This isn't even news. This is just me doing a, a, a PSA to taper help taper the expectations, the unrealistic expectations I have seen people have on social media. I have seen this shit on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, and I'm just like, bruh, it is tiring. Uh, but anyway, now that that has been put out there, Carter, let's move on to our final topic. Cool, cool. Warner Brothers has killed Constantine on HBO Max. Now that I've said that, it was a grand opening, grand closing, and also a grand opening again, because not only have they killed the TV series Constantine that was supposed to star, uh, or supposedly, this was never actually confirmed, uh, the, the, these were, these were all, uh, these were all rumors, uh, as far as, uh, the, the, the general public, uh, is concerned, but the rumor around the campfire is uh, that actor Sope Drizu, uh was supposed to play a live-action black version of Constantine in a uh, television series, and they also, uh, there was also some indication that we would also be getting a Madame Xanadu uh, series that would also kind of run alongside it, and that there would also be some crosstalk between those two shows. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, uh real quick, go ahead. Uh, just because when I seeing that brother on the screen, it reminded me. Mm -hmm. If none of you have watched Gangs of London, yes, boy, <laughs> oh yeah, go watch. As a matter of fact, this shot is from Gangs of London. <laughs> this shot right here is from. Gangs of London. We've talked about it on the show before, I believe. That show is fire, by the way. That brother's whipping asses. Dude, just, if you all don't know what Gangs of London is, think yeah. of a London Guy Ritchie like crime story, but it's all shot and done by the the people that did the It's like Gareth Edwards. Yeah, Gareth, yeah, Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Mm. The action scene, fight scenes in that show are outrageous. Oh, yes, and they are. They are fucking fire. Oh, Games they're brutal. Yeah, if, if, yeah. if you liked the fight scenes in the raid, you'll love the fight scene. Turn they, the volume all the way up on this Oh, show. yeah. Oh, dude. 
and the thing is, and this, this is why a lot of people never understood, but this is why I said, like, if they were ever going to recast, excuse me, if they were ever going to recast, you know, T'Challa, Black Panther in the MCU, that's why I always kept saying this brother's name. Because that he, dude is just that good. Uh, dude is a solid actor, and he, and he's not even, I don't even think he's a classically trained martial artist. I think he learned a lot of that stuff on the show. And that okay. just goes to prove, I, like I said, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that just goes to prove that everybody that was defending Finn Jones on Iron Fist, y'all some damn clowns. Uh, I'm sorry. It just is what it is. This dude ain't got no martial arts experience, was out here fighting like he was in the raid. If he would have been in the raid, I'd have been like, man, he is right at home. Beating folks' asses. Uh, but no, you, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. But yeah, that, that show, the, 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 the Constantine show, the Madame Xanadu show have been canceled, but it seemed like it within the same breath of canceling that show, they are reviving 2005's Constantine. Look, y'all. Here's okay. Here's the thing. I want to say this because I don't want anybody. Okay, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I don't give a fuck about the sequel. I was going to put this out here, and this is coming from a guy who actually loves that movie. I love that Constantine movie. It is not Constantine by any stretch of the imagination. It is not the comic version. It is not Hellblazer by any stretch of the imagination. However. I do like Keanu Reeves' portrayal of the character, but he is not Constantine at all. Um, but what we know is that Keanu Reeves will supposedly be coming back as John Constantine, the original director of that Constantine movie, Francis Lawrence, is supposed to be coming back to direct. Uh, Akiva Goldsman is supposed to be writing this. This is, uh, uh, he, the Akiva Goldsman has been responsible for a lot of things. More recently, Star Trek Discovery, Strange New World, Star Trek Picard, uh, and, uh, Titans, uh, some are, are on their recent list of their resume, which by my, my admission is not a bad resume. Um, I, I, I enjoy for the most part, all those shows. Um, but more of the Star Trek stuff, more, and honestly, more Discovery and Strange New Worlds than Picard and Titans. Um, but, uh, that is what we know. Uh, we, it, it, it this, it, this is interesting because honestly, Carter, what do you think about the live action 2005 concept? What, what, what is your take on that movie? I didn't know it was based on a comic back then because okay, that's fair. Back when that movie came out, I was just a stone cold Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't know nothing about Hellblazer. I did not. I didn't know what the fuck a Vertigo was. I knew what mm-hmm. Vertigo was because that's why I didn't like Heights. But I didn't know what comic Vertigo was. Yeah, but um, I enjoyed it. I th- and I think it was just because of the time it came out and the age I was. 
it was a fun little monster movie with hells and angels and demons and all that. Got Keanu. Re- I mean, like. Plus, it, it, I looked at it more like, okay, he's got Keanu Reeves in it and Even Stevens. That's how I looked at that movie. <laughs> this man. Had, yeah, Even Stevens in it. It had Keanu Reeves and Blood Diamond. And then Keanu Reeves flipped off Satan. And, so, and as a whole, I really, really like that movie. Mm. Now that I know the character... Now that I've been able to absorb several different iterations and mm-hmm. books, I can see why motherfucker would have been mad when that movie came out. <laughs> oh yeah, no, most certainly, most certainly. Well, because okay, so one of the things, and I feel bad saying this because because of how I feel about the Netflix show. Excuse me. Um, I remember when I first saw that movie. I thought Peter Stromer had the coolest, coolest take on Lucifer. Like, I thought he was so fucking cool as Lucifer. Dude would just, like, you just tell that dude would just, you can tell he was just, he was just chewing up scenery. He was just chewing up the scenery. And here, I'll, I'll and for those who don't remember, um, this was his take. I think, yeah, I think everyone Lucifer. has seen that movie yeah. at this point on accident, just because. Yeah, even if you if you had cable television at any point up until twenty twenty two, you've been flicking channels and this shit was on FX every at some time. point. Yeah, some oh point, yeah, dog. every time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did like his version of the devil. I thought it was really cool. Um, that was actually the first time I saw. Um, I cannot remember that woman's name. She's the she, she was in Doctor Strange as well. She was in this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. shit! And now that you've said that, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Thank Swinton. you. Yeah, that, that was the plays, first time I was uh, Gabriel. Her. Yeah, and when he, <laughs> so all right, honesty time. When I saw Constantine, this was back in the era of. It was still VHS time. DVDs were still a little bit more on the pricey side. And if you had DVD, DVD player, you had a little bit of money. I say all that to say Carter saw Constantine on bootleg VHS. Oh, my God. So my main memory of that film is the end. Gabriel Knight, thank you for that $49.99. Oh. Uh, My main memory... Of Constantine was the end when Gabriel was talking cash money shit to Constantine and he gun butt that bitch in the face mm-hmm. and she felt pain for the first time and her reaction to it like ah! <laughs> and the reason that that is the one memory from that film that sticks with me is because her reaction when she felt pain for the first time and everybody else's that was watching it in the movie theater laughing their asses off. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> Look, you know what? I tell you what. There, there are some things to like about that movie. Uh, Gavin, uh, I'm not gonna lie. What was uh, what was? Dude, I forget. Uh, Balthazar, I think, it was the character he played. Uh, Gavin Rosdale. For those who know, yeah. Gavin Rosdale, the the gentleman who has been the lead singer of Bush, uh, the band, used to be married to Gwen Stefani. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
He played Balvazar. And I thought he did a really good job, even though there was one part you could tell he was being a little extra with one of one of them lines. Talk about uh, that, uh, what was he's, it? Like, he's like, finger licking good? Yeah, he's like, you're on your way down. Finger licking good. I was like, oh, I was <laughs> I like, oh, get, I get your ugly ass. <laughs> I remember I got in trouble with my mom because as soon as he said, he, then he licked his fingers. Like, yeah, he licked his fingers. Like, <laughs> I remember we were watching, we were watching that shit. And it was people that said the same thing I said in the booth. Like, you ugly as hell, bro. Yeah, get your ass back. But yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Even Stevens, Keanu Reeves, Tilda mm. Swinton, Rachel Wise, when everyone knew when she was big, because this was yeah. This, this, this you still knew, even though they had already come and gone, you still knew that was that girl from the mummy movies. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. could have caught it. Oh yeah. And then she she had she played two roles. She was she was herself and her own twin sister. Uh, but no, I like that because it was, uh, like, I, and Jamon Hansu was Papa Midnight. I thought he did, like, it, I, the, I'm not gonna lie, the funniest scene in that movie to me with him and it just is, is when he, when they getting ready to go fight, uh, uh, Gabriel, and that man, he said he, he blessing the boy, he like, <sighs> and then he turned around to go to Kotsky, and Kotsky just like, get your head. Like, man, get the fuck up off me, man. Go on somewhere. But no, uh, Gabriel. Ooh, let me ask oh, you this. Ahead. Let me ask you this. Let me go ask ahead. you this. I'm gonna ask you, and I'm gonna ask everybody listening. For everybody who has seen that movie, how many of y'all asses put y'all feet in a crock pot of some water and start staring at goddamn cats? How many of y'all did that shit for real? I want to know. I want to know right now. You know, if you didn't have a cat, you just stared at your dog for 15 minutes with your feet wet in a crock pot full of goddamn water for no reason. Because you thought you was gonna go to the thought you were gonna go to the shadow realm, didn't it? Didn't it? Ugly as hell if you did it for real. I ain't gonna lie, that, that movie made me look at cats differently. Um also that movie has some really trippy effects in it that you may not notice your first time watching. Like there's little subtle effects they put on uh throughout the movie that you might be like, oh shit. Um But also I will say, uh real, real quick, uh Gabriel Knight with the 4999. God damn! Says happy Saturday, Ernie and Carter. Getting ready for a tropical storm slash hurricane, but wanted to show support. Hey, well, first off, I hope you are being safe. Uh stay safe. Uh you know, Get somewhere out of the way if you can. I know hurricane season, depending on where you are, can that can be virtually impossible sometimes. But yeah, just be safe out there. Uh, if you don't have yeah. YouTube Premium, cut this off because it will be on Spotify. And I said cut this off, not off, off, because uh, I know YouTube sucks battery life. And if you oh, ain't got yeah. YouTube Premium, dog. It ain't no shame for you to wait for me to put this on Spotify for your listening pleasure. You're going to need that <laughs> phone charge yes, if there please. is a storm coming so you can call your people. So yes, please, 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 be please. safe out there, dog. Yes, yes. We, I, 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 cannot, I, I cannot stress that enough. Uh, please be safe. Uh, uh, let's see here. Then we got, what was it? Uh, Sucked with the 499 says, uh, Constantine 2005 was a message movie to stop smoking cigarettes and chew gum instead, if you remember the very last scene. No, that was... So, yeah, the whole time... So, the whole... And this was actually technically an adaptation of a story arc from Constantine, where... Uh, and that's what a lot, what actually pissed a lot of people off. I, I don't remember the exact name of the story arc, but, uh... Yeah, Keanu was lighting up, like, every two seconds, and would... He'd bust that cigarette out, and, like, literally... 
even before lighting that son of a bitch, be like, he was literally dying. I never understood that for the life of me, bro. You talking like motherfucker and then lit up another Marlboro Red. What is wrong with you, dog? Like smoking them cowboy killers. But no, the thing is, in the comics, the same thing happens. Where like he's dying. And if I remember correctly in the comics, instead of getting a new lease on life like what he did in the end of the movie and then deciding to no longer smoke, in the comics he went right back to smoking. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Now, as far as... Me personally, I feel like if they're going to do this movie, that's fine. Okay, that's cool. Me personally, I would rather them do more with Matt Ryan's version of... I feel like he has the better version of Constantine. I like his version of Constantine better. It is more accurate to the comics. And also, I think he just does a stellar job of playing the character in general. Not to say that Keanu Reeves is bad, but I mean, let's just be real here. Keanu Reeves in that movie is just being Keanu Reeves. Like, when you see Keanu... When you see, Keanu, when you see this version of Constantine, he's not playing Constantine. He's just playing Keanu Reeves, who happens to know some magic, puts his feet in the crock pot with the water, and stares into cat's eyes, and lights up cigarettes and coughs a lot. That's just who he is. He's not... You know what? Another thing I kind of want to bring up, too. I think we need to get out of the habit of giving sequels to movies that came out a long time ago. Because we all remember how that Matrix sequel went. Need I remind anybody of how that Matrix sequel went? That Matrix sequel was not good. You're going to get canceled saying that. I hope you know that. For what? Telling the truth? I'm sorry, but look, I know, I'm not trying to be ugly when I say this, but I know the LGBTQIA plus community will come out and try and defend that movie and say that it's the best thing since sliced bread because the director is trans. That's cool if you liked it because the director is trans. But I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it. And it wasn't because the director is trans. I didn't like it because that movie was fucking dumb. <laughs> that movie was dumb. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil every time. Okay? Okay? That that's what I'm gonna do. Matter of fact, you know what I'm gonna do every time. This is what I'm gonna do, Carter. You know what I'm gonna do every time. I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it like this. See this right here. See see. Uh wait oh wait no wait it didn't pull up it didn't pull up hold up it didn't pull up. I have to, I have, to I have to re I have to resituate. Look at this here. Let me let me let me let me find my shit. But no. Uh oh right here. Can I? What? Here here it is. Bam. Hated it. Right there. Right there. Hated it. Hated it. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. Absolutely terrible movie. Absolutely. The movie had me like this. My that That's how the movie had me. That's how the movie had me, y'all. That's how it had me. Had me all kind of messed up. <laughs> Literally. I'm, I'm laughing because uh, Rajah Harris saying the movie stank. How you know that the movie smelled? <laughs> well, you know what it smelled like Carter? You know what it smelled like Carter? Smell like spicy mustard in Spotify ads. That's what it smells like. Shut your <laughs> mouth. 
<laughs> I have never had so many sisters send me DMs. Getting out like Ernie, y'all don't know what we talking about. No, when I tell you sisters were on my ass the other day for that tweet, I wish I screenshot them because a lot of them left the conversation immediately. But I don't. No. Oh no. I'm, they I'm hated a, me. I bet they, they hated did. Me, they hate boy. you. <laughs> Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know what I think about the Matrix. Revolution or what? What was it called? Was it what, what was it? Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, Resurrection. yeah. You know, I thought about Reviewers it. Reviewers are calling it everything from shit to fucking shit. There you go. <laughs> I can call everything from shit to fucking shit. There you go. Maravillo. Whenever somebody try to come to me and tell me that movie is good. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> That's what I do every time someone tell me that movie is good. That movie is terrible. <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing. She literally made a movie that she hated and made the movie about hating making a movie. That that woman was held hostage making that film. She knew it was bad. Hell, she'd probably agree. She'd be like, yeah, it was bullshit. But uh, I remember, I remember yeah. seeing one comment that said the Matrix Path of Neo was a better movie than Resurrections. The Matrix Path of Neo was an awful game mm-hmm. based on the movie, the original three movies with a terrible ending. Yes, that's bad when an awful game is better than the movie. This is not me saying that, by the way. This is a tweet that I read on Twitter. The <laughs> thing that you have heard is Ernie Blair without fear corrupts words, not mine. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. That man said, uh, yeah, not a little. Danger, danger, danger. (laughs) There you go. No, uh, we got, uh, 199 Super Chat from Suck says, uh, PS Constantine video game and Xbox straight. I never played that game. I forgot that was a game. Yeah, I never played that. I need to see if I can find that somewhere. I wonder if they ever, did they, wonder if they ever put it on PC? I wonder if you can find it somewhere. No, that's, that was like Xbox, Xbox. Oh, OG, like OG, like original. Yeah, that's like PS2 era. I I wonder if I could find, might be able to find it on emulator. Uh, but no, uh, I guess let's go ahead. Carter, do you have a, uh, do you have a recommended, you have anything, uh, to recommend this week? Pimp? The final season, ladies and gentlemen, of Donald Glover series Atlanta premiered this week with two with a double episode premiere, and they were both great. Uh, I don't want to spoil what happened for any of you all. Uh, I will say there is a there is a nice little MF Doom reference in there. Really? On one. Yes, on okay. on one of the episodes. Uh, but that's all I'll say about that because I know you're a fan of his. Oh, um, yes, 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 it yes. makes me think if MF Doom actually did what happened in the episode, but uh, I'll leave that there. And uh, I got some new music from Earl Sweatshirt, which I'm a real, which which was a, oh, he got a, a new album. No, no, no. He just he did some music for Atlanta. 
Oh, see, I haven't watched these since I haven't watched the episode. So that's dude. I love Earl's uh, sweatshirt. So it was it 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 was almost like if you all go back and you all remember when they did that Black Justin Bieber episode and you had Black Justin Bieber singing some shit you had never heard. That was original music that Donald Glover just did for that fucking episode. And mm. this that's what Earl's sweatshirt did for this episode. It was really cool, or for one of the episodes, I should say. It was a double premiere. Um, but yeah, this is the last season. Uh, it was something Ernie and I were talking about before we went live. Um, so you got both seasons relatively quickly. So yeah, those two episodes came out. I recommend everybody go watch it because, as a whole, that this was four good seasons. I I want to. I would. I would buy these on Blu-ray. Mm. You know, these these were good. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. Oh, I love that show. I, lo- I love it. I yeah, love man. Atlanta. Ed, Ed, the the final season of Atlanta just came out. Go watch that. Uh, let's see. What am I going to recommend? I've been kind of jumping back and forth. I don't want to recommend anything. And I'm gonna, like, I, don't, I almost don't want to recommend anything. I want to put on top five. But you know what? I've recommended this before and I'm just going to do it again. I don't care. It's my show. I do what I want. Uh, I am going to recommend, uh, the, or actually, no, I'm not going to recommend that. I'm not going to recommend that. Uh, I tell you what, yeah, I tell you what, we'll, I'll tell you what I do. Because they made the announcement. Because they made the announcement. If you have never played the video game Yakuza Like a Dragon, go treat yourself. Uh, I think right now they have... I don't think the games are on Game Pass for PC anymore, but I know that uh, you can get them on PC, PlayStation uh xbox uh you know so on so on and so forth um but the other day the other day they uh because we had the tokyo game show that's uh i think still maybe possibly still going on uh but yakuza like a dragon uh they had a reveal for the new video game that has been announced uh which is uh it's actually called uh, Like a Dragon 8, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's uh, going to star uh, both new character Ichiban from uh, the the first Yakuza Like a Dragon game. And uh, also, uh, it'll have Kiryu, who's been in all the previous games. But for those who are not familiar, uh, you play as a new in Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is like the seventh uh, Yakuza game, which going forward, they're no longer going to be called, uh, Yakuza. Uh, they are going to be called Like a Dragon because that's what they're called in Japan anyway. So it's kind of funny that they called this game Like a Dragon, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So yeah, going forward, it's kind of like why when they made the announcement that the remake of Ryu Gagatoku, uh, that came out in Japan was going to be called Like a Dragon Ishin. That's why, because technically Ryu Gagatoku is what like a dragon, like that. That's what that means. It's a loose translation. Is is like a dragon. Uh, that's also the name of the studio too, which I think is even more funny. But uh, Yakuza, the Yakuza series as a whole, I highly recommend. They're great games. Uh, everything from uh, Yakuza Zero, Yakuza One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Great games, uh, even the spinoff games, uh, or technically not spinoffs, are more like they just take place in the same universe. Uh, Judgment and Lost Judgment, also amazing games, but Yakuza Like a Dragon was so good because all the previous games were beat-em-ups. 
Like, you just be walking around the street, you just beat shit out of folks whenever they try to pull up on you. But uh, it had a fighting system that was kind of similar to, like, if you were used to games like Tekken or Virtua Fighter or something like that. But uh, And to answer you all's questions in the chat, yes, it's more than likely Kenny Omega is going to be in the uh, one of the newer Yakuza games. He yes. was already in Yakuza, I think that five. was... Five or six? It was five. I, I think it might have been five. Um, okay, because he was in it. Naito was in it. Yeah, Okada a lot of New Japan pro wrestlers. Yeah, a lot of the New Japan guys were in it at the time. Yeah. So it was probably going to be. Oh, no, Yakuza be Six. It was Yakuza Six. My bad. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yakuza Six. Uh, yeah, and and honestly, I kind of hope they bring. And now that they're bringing back the uh, Ryugaga Toka game and remastering it, I hope they bring back uh, uh, Yakuza. Was it Yakuza Dead Souls? Always wanted to. Why? I don't know. I just always wanted to play it. I have it on emulator. I can play it. I was going to say, it. shit, I could have mailed you that game. Uh, when I still lived in Memphis, mm. I got I got that shit from a Hobby Lobby for $3. I mean, I have it on emulator, so I, mean, I can play it. it. Just I would rather play it legally. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, um... Uh, but no, I love the, the the Like a Dragon series was a departure because instead of being a beat-em-up, it was a turn-based RPG because the main character, Ichiban, was a huge fan of Dragon Quest. And so everything was more RPG-based. They even had uh, summons. Like, you would literally pull your phone out and start doing all this crazy, like, on Miyoji like, hand sign Naruto magic, like, swiping on your phone. And you'd be like... I summon you, and you'd hit the call button, and then just some random person would show up and beat the shit out of folks for you. Uh, like, you would, uh, you had, like, special moves, like Omni Slash and shit from, like, Final Fantasy. Uh, and I don't know, it was, it was really cool. I liked it. It was such a departure, but if you've never played that game, I highly recommend it. They have, like, not only the remaster of Ryugagatoku, uh, as Like a Dragon Ishin coming out, they also have, uh, another one called Like a Dragon... Uh, was it a man with a different name? I'm trying to remember what the name of that game was. Um, let's see. Trying to see. Oh, Man Who Erased His Name. That's what it's called. Like a Dragon, Man Who Erased His Name that takes place between Yakuza 6 and um, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. And then you have Like a Dragon 8 coming out, which is basically Yakuza 8. Um... So yeah, I highly recommend those. I highly recommend any of the Yakuza games. Go play them. They're great. Uh, let's get into questions from the Discord. Let's get a question from Discord right quick. We got one from LJ... Oh, actually, we'll read Super Chat here after this. We got one from LJ Brown says, Ernie and Carter after D23, did you feel a little disappointed by the announcements or were you happy with what was announced? P.S. Ernie is the new Turk Barrett and Carter is the new Black Vet. From the Punisher. Yes, the one with the one leg that got his ass kicked by that kid. <laughs> that's, if that ain't a bannable fucking question, if I've ever heard one. Uh, <laughs> Man, leave him alone. <laughs> no, uh, I, was, I was happy with what we got. I didn't expect a... I mean, I did expect some things, but a lot of it was more just like me wondering if it would happen as opposed to really thinking it was going to happen. I thought that what they announced was great. Um, it wasn't like earth shattering or anything, but a lot of the earth shattering stuff they could have announced, we already know about. So it's kind of like, okay, what else you got? Um, 
What about you, Carter? What'd you think? Eh. Uh, I liked I liked seeing Werewolf by Night. I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Wars looked interesting, but I'm still a tad bit they salty. They did not show Secret Wars. Not Secret Wars. Secret Invasion. Sorry. About everything that. in Marvel is um, a secret, though. <laughs> like everything was... in DC is a crisis. Oh, everything God, in Marvel is that. secret. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Holy that's, shit! That's why, I like, remember when they did uh, Doomsday Clock? When they made that tease about Secret Crisis? That's why I laughed so hard at it because they, they like they said that would be the next Marvel DC crossover. I was like, yeah, because everything in Marvel is secret. Secret Empire, Secret Invasion, Secret Bruh. Wars. Everything, everything in DC, Infinite Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Dark Crisis, Final Crisis. Identity crisis. <laughs> Heroes in crisis. <laughs> I did not think about that. Yeah, it's a thing. I knew about the crisis thing, but I never thought about Marvel with the secret shit. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Everything uh, but, is secret. But Secret Invasion, I'm um, still a little bit salty. It's not a it's not a bigger scale thing, but that's yeah. fine. I'm still going to watch that regardless. But yeah, Werewolf by Night was my main like takeaway of like, mm-hmm. I want to see this. But other than that, eh. Yeah, I think we probably would. I think if we would have seen the stuff that they didn't show, because they did show stuff for Guardians, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Echo, a lot of it. I think we also kind of have to kind of look at it this way that we didn't get to see everything that everyone else saw, uh, because they did not release the trailers for Echo. They did not release. They did not show us the trailer that they showed the new trailer for Wakanda Forever. We didn't get to see Guardians. We didn't get to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Everyone that was actually at D23 did. So I think, you know, opinions will probably vary, but I'm going based on what was shown to the general public, not just what was shown, or not or not what was just shown to the general public, what was shown to people who were actually in attendance versus what was just shown to me, what was available to me. Uh, I'm I'm fine with what they did. They, they did the best they could. Um... I think if other people would have gotten to see those trailers, they would have different opinions. But uh, I think a lot of it, too, is that a lot of that stuff isn't finished. Like, I know the Echo stuff wasn't finished. The Guardian stuff still isn't finished. The Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, stuff that they showed wasn't finished. Marvel doesn't want to show you unfinished product. At least, you know, not that unfinished. Um, Because I think in the Guardian stuff, you can still see the animatics uh, where, like, Rocket Raccoon and Groot were going to be. Or where they were supposed to be. You didn't actually see them. Uh, it's kind of like, did you ever watch the Thor Love and Thunder deleted scenes? No. Like, there were some deleted scenes that they released when it came to Disney+. Plus. Uh, one where they actually met Dionysus. You see him in the movie, where he's, like, giggling and laughing when uh, Zeus is making fun of Thor. But, like, there was actually a scene where they walked up and talked to Dionysus. And, um... Or Dionysus. And, um... There's shots where Korg is there, but he's an animatic. And there's other shots where you see Taika Waititi standing there with a band on his head and a little thing lifted up, and you can see Korg's face, like, for reference as to where he should be. Uh, That's what I mean by uh, unfinished. Uh, Jay Dizzle says, fellas, we all know it's very possible Magneto won't be, uh, dearly departed forever, but I'm wondering if there are characters you feel should evolve or stay dead. Kind of like Claremont's original plans to retire Cyclops, evolve Magneto, etc. Uh, no, I agree. I think some characters should be retired. I think that's why I always find it weird when people get upset when certain characters sunset themselves or, you know, whatever. I do think there's a certain point where you reach a moment where a, a character story can't be told anymore or that character needs to go away for a while it's kind of like one of my favorite david bowie quotes 
How can you miss me if I never go away? Um, and I don't think Magneto's gone forever. And honestly, I think he died a hero's death. Uh, honestly, I think he got the ultimate hero's death, even though it was split between two different comics. Uh, some people, if you only read AXE Judgment Day number four, you're like, how'd he get a hero's death? He didn't do anything. No, he did. You got to go back and read X-Men, X-Men Red. Red to, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I was, I'm fine with that. Uh, I do think Southern characters should go away. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if Xavier went away for a while. I mean, he has technically before, but I mean, I think that some characters should, yeah, it's kind of the whole Gwen Stacy thing. I think some characters should never come back. Even if they aren't all, and even though I like Spider-Gwen, I still think that that's flirting with disaster to some degree. But if it's done well, I'll rock with it. Um, But I do wish uh, they they would get away from you know, bringing back too many people. Um... Urban Prince Strong Style says, how will, the, uh, how will the world be like after Judgment Day? Uh, that last page of that event was crazy. One of the things that kind of got brought up and something I kind of talked about too is that, honestly, it's very likely it didn't happen. Or maybe it only happened in one area because we've already seen that the progenitor is more than happy to fake shit. But if it did happen, I wonder if it was only just in that one area. Like it didn't just take Vibranium, out Vibranium, strong as hell. To just block a celestial blast like Dude. that. Well, well, and the thing is, what I did appreciate about that is that Cap was, his suit was rocked. Uh, I couldn't tell if pieces of him, and I guess this is more like an art issue. We can yeah. tell everybody around him got nuked. Yes. But like, it looked like parts of him were gone. I couldn't tell if that was okay. debris or bruises. That was the or ash. Oh, yeah, okay. there was okay. So here, I'll pull it up. Uh, uh, I'll pull it up. What you saw is, is, and I think this was meant to evoke a certain emotion. But uh, here, I'll pull it up right here. So that shot is the ash from all the people that got vaporized around him, and because you can kind of see it over the top of his mask, you see like blood and ash and dust and. Like dirt and I grime and everything. Part of his, I thought part of him was like getting deleted or something. I yeah, what that was. I mean, he probably did sustain injuries beyond that, but I think a lot of that is just everyone else around him. Actually, another thing I think, I think that shield might have gotten melted. That shield might have gotten melted. I'm not a hundred percent on that because, like I said, he used that shield to block it, and that shield might be gone. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah, like, but just to kind of show everybody, like, you know, what I'm talking about here, um, yeah, it just, to, to, to kind of give you an idea, just like right here, like, yeah, you see everybody getting deleted right here, Every, everybody is gone, look at that, like, you see Mother Rip Cage out. Everybody gone. Like everybody like there was one fool literally just right for the dude he's holding his arm was talking about the rapture. <laughs> I'm talking about this the rapture coming. Like, nah, nah. That's called death. That's just that's just regular ass death. Uh but I do think the world will have to recover. I think I don't think that was the entire world that got destroyed. I think maybe it might have just been that one area. 
Uh, we got one right here. Uh, Ernie, uh, this one's from uh, Pitch Black Monarch. Says, Ernie and Carter, do you guys happen to know if there's any current Brother Voodoo comics for newbies to read? No. Uh, but the closest you will get to reading a, a Brother Voodoo comic... Uh, Brother Voodoo was in the early iterations of uh, Jerry Duggan's uh, Savage Avengers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, very early on. But I don't think he hung around long, did he? He did not. It's actually funny you said that because mm. that's what I had. I, that's what I had pulled up. And that's what I was actually going to recommend this week until I saw those Atlanta episodes because mm -hmm. this was actually um, the last issue with Conan stuff, I think, before Marvel has to... Oh, give, give him back. back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I will but also. Yeah, he, he, oh, go ahead. He yeah. was, but yeah, Brother Voodoo was in that for a little bit. But were there not any older Marvel books? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Voodoo. Supreme some shit? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, uh, I believe that was the Doctor Voodoo uh, series. Doctor Voodoo series, uh, which I'm trying to remember how long that ran. Uh. I'm pulling it. I'm pulling it up now, just to for myself personally. But I want to say that book ran for a good little bit. I could be wrong. Maybe it was only five issues. I think oh, it was. Yeah, about, that, you're talking about the remainder one, then. If you're saying, five yeah, issues. I think that was only five issues. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going through. I'm double checking myself. But uh, I'm almost I'm I'm looking through uh, I'm looking through. Uh, I guess while we talk about that though, he does occasionally appear in Strange Academy, and I think he's in the recent Midnight Suns, um, that just came out. What do uh, you think of that? Eh, I liked it. It was alright. I I liked that they focused on a character that was not one you think about very often. Uh, I liked that. I thought that was cool. Uh, I mean beyond that, it it wasn't really. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Dr. Voodoo, uh, Avenger of the Supernatural is the one I'm Yeah, that's, about. that's the Rick Remender one. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. And he did appear a lot, uh, up to that point, he did appear in a lot of the Dr. Strange books, uh, that were kind of leading up to that, sort of. He also, he would appear, he would also appear off and on in the Christopher Priest, uh, Black Panther, mostly 18 through 22 and beyond that you're just kind of grasping at straws for uh for more but uh midnight suns he's kind of in the background on that one i think he's only in it for like a few seconds but uh yeah uh let's see here uh and then the last one from the discord will be uh rat paragon asks uh ernie and carter do you guys think uh, a character like Night Thrasher would get a film or Disney Plus show? If so, who would you cast to play him? Um, As far as uh, what I think, I don't know if... I don't know if he would ever get a show or Disney Plus show. I have actually talked about this before, though. Uh, in a video that I did for Night Thrasher. Um... A good, good, good ways back. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. Uh, I believe the actor that I had picked. Oh my God! It was a, uh, I think it was 
Jovan Adepo, or Jovan Adepo, I don't really know how to pronounce brother's name, but for those who don't know, uh, he was the guy that was in uh, that movie, the horror movie, uh, Overlord, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, yeah, th this brother, uh, right here. <laughs> Why that picture though? <laughs> it was the only one I could find right away, uh, so yeah. But yeah, I, I liked him in that movie. I guess technically, if you, you if you want a uh, uh, if you want a better shot of him, you know, there, there you go, there you go. There's that one as well. Uh, but that that that's probably who that's who I would probably pick. He's he's a great actor. He's a uh, not to mention I I also really liked him in that movie Overlord. He was he was awesome in it. Um. Uh, now let's get into questions from the chat because we have a night. 1999 super chat from x Triv says peace and blessings fellas just hoping to show some love i'm sure it's off topic but i need she hulk to have an hour-long boston public alley mcbeal style that's my only complaint about it yeah i mean i understand a lot of people's complaints about the length wouldn't boston public uh oh never mind okay i read the question wrong he wants an hour long he wants an hour long episode yeah 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 uh, which I mean, I I totally get it. Uh, I think maybe that would have probably gone. Maybe that would have gone over better. But what I will say about that is, I feel like if the show went longer, people probably wouldn't like it as much. I will absolutely agree with that. I think yeah. with it being thirty minutes. 22 minutes out of it's usually it it ranges between 22 to like 20 it's not let's 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 say this let, i'm just for the for the people who are going to be in comments well actually anyway um going this route it's almost like and this is one thing i do like about some of these disney plus shows because like your hawkeyes and your lokis and mm -hmm. stuff they're like comics they're they're, they're quick reads yeah. to entice you to get the next issue yeah Drag so, it out for an hour like isn't it. necessary. Yeah, I like it yeah. being this this long. I mean, I think if you have a big episode, sure. If you got a lot to say in an episode, sure. I feel like treated. I feel like they kind of do the same thing that Wandavision did. Wandavision treated some episodes shorter than others because if you have more to say, say it there, but don't make every ep kind of like how the old Netflix shows. It was like every show had to be an hour long and had to be thirteen episode seasons, even if it didn't require it. I feel like you overstay your welcome, and I would rather she. I would rather. I personally would rather want for more She-Hulk than feel like I got too much of her. Because uh, I feel that that is a way worse feeling. Uh, to feel like you know someone needs to go away. Uh, but I get it. I get why people feel that way because, and maybe Marvel should do away with this. Doing the whole, you know, the 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 Marvel Studios intro with every show. I feel like they should start saving that only for movies because especially with shows that are shorter like this one, that's about a minute and a half of your runtime right there on that intro. See the, that's half, that's literally a minute and a half right there doing that. Um, and I know a lot of people were upset. There was no post credit scene, but I kind of feel like the post credit scene you would have gotten for this episode you got at the end of the episode is what I feel like. Um, but that's just me, my own personal opinion. Um, 
but no, I, I, but I, I do, I do understand where you're coming from, though. I do understand where you're coming from. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to minimalize that. Uh, Gokhan Shuri's baby's father with five dollars super chat says, "Want to get in a movie and a new book? We eaten and you hear Jesus was going to appear in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, I did hear. They, they ended up going a different direction with that. Jesus was supposed to be in one of the scenes in uh, Omnipotent City. Um, that would have probably." gotten the movie canceled uh because people to get and, and, and for anybody to say oh no they wouldn't cancel the movie over that people were upset religious nuts got upset and these people didn't even see the movie actually they got upset when they heard that the eternals movie starts with a line that says in the beginning people got mad about that though they're minimalizing religion and trying to make it seem like they're got Shut the fuck up. It's a movie. Get the fuck out of here. Look, I'm going to tell you like this. If your religion, if your religion, if your religious beliefs are so shaky that a movie can come out and fuck your whole faith up, you don't really believe. I just want to put that out there. If you get that offended, you don't really believe. You just want people to believe you believe. Um, But anyway, um... As far as, uh, so yeah, I think this was in the solicits. I didn't go through all of them. I kind of half-assed thought about going through them, but there was just so much shit that I was just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're, there's a lot of stuff that's on the horizon for Marvel. There's a lot of new stuff. The, uh, it was a new X-Team, the X-Terminators, they're bringing that back. Uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles, that's a thing. We knew that was coming, though. Um, uh, well, no, Damage Control is already out. Uh, of course, more Predator, which I think is, I think, is that the final issue? I think that's the, that might not be the final issue. Uh, the Ed Brisson Predator, which is still going pretty good. Uh, I've still been enjoying it. Uh, second issue came out this week, really liked it. Uh, everything else, uh, I don't, I didn't really go through all of it. I just looked at the shit that I wanted to see and moved on with my day. Uh, but that said, to more appropriately answer the question, um, I guess, I don't know what Wanda's getting as far as like a new book or anything. I don't, I didn't see anything in the solicit as far as that goes. But anything can happen. I think Wanda's going to be a character that's probably going to get sunset for a little bit in the MCU, and then she'll probably come back later. Kind of like what they're doing with Vision. Vision has been sunset since WandaVision. We probably won't see him again for a while. Uh, What else is there? What else is there? We got one from uh, B-Bowl Train with the 499 Super Chat says, New Midnight Suns book has a Strange Academy character in it. What's y'all's thoughts on uh, Strange Academy? Any characters y'all see sticking around? Well, we know Never Doyle. Huh? Never read it. You never read. Oh, okay, so Doyle. I'll go. I'll go ahead and answer that question then. Uh, for those who don't know, Doyle is Dormammu's son. Uh, for those who are not familiar, um, okay. did you not read uh the Death of Doctor? You didn't read Death of Doctor Strange, did you? I did not finish it. I don't. Well, no, because that was when the other he had a different version of himself from the past. Try to help yes. them investigate what happened. I don't. I think I read all of that. Yeah. So okay. So for those that don't know, uh, this is Doyle. I'll pull him up right here. That's Doyle. 
He's okay. The, okay. He's literally the yeah. He's literally the son of Dorma, Dormammu. He's a fall team, just like Dormammu, and he's at the Strange Academy trying to you know. He's actually a good kid. He's not evil. He's not you know a bad person or anything like that. He's just regular ass kid. Uh, outside of being a fall team, um. But I think what a lot of people are probably talking about uh, in regards to, and this is what I was referring to earlier, uh, uh, you know, talking about the the characters uh, that they decided to go with uh, this go round. Um, let's see here. Where is uh, where's my stuff at? There we go. Uh, but yeah, this this was a character. Um, that a lot uh, that I think a lot of people uh weren't expecting. She's the 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 focus um uh of the Midnight Suns uh series. She's like a a weird Marvel zombie related not Marvel zombies and Marvel zombies is in the comics you're probably thinking about, but she's like like a like a, a voodoo style um um uh, zombie is the the best way I can try to explain that uh she's a relative i think she's also a relatively new character she's actually the if i'm not mistaken she's the daughter of a character that i forget the character's name i think it was because her name is zoe laveau i'm trying to remember the name her mother was marie laveau she used to be a character that popped up in blade stuff uh and spider-man stuff too but zoe is the new focus <laughs> so there you fun, go fun fact Mm -hmm. Marie Marie Laveau is also Angela Bassett's character from American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, see a, I see a question here from uh, R021. Are you, because I actually want your opinion, on, I want your answer on this. Are you enjoying or liking the current amazing Spider-Man run by Zeb Wells? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I am, actually I am. But here's the thing, here's the thing, and... I feel like we will always have differing opinions on this because there are certain aspects of Spider-Man I like that you don't. <laughs> I like the series so far. Uh, it started in a really weird place okay. and we still haven't really gotten like any answers as to what Spider-Man did that pissed everyone off uh wolverine hints at it in this most recent issue um he talks about having a steady hand implying something that it, it, i don't know if there was like because he stole something he stole something from the fantastic four that's what we know and he used it it caused a lot of destruction and here we are and we do know in the solicits uh, because of the uh, dark web story that's coming up that apparently is going to encompass not just Spider-Man, but even some of the X-Men stuff that's going on right now. Well, because this recent issue, when yeah. you actually have the plot somewhat move mm -hmm. forward, actually has yeah. to go all the way back to the Hellfire Gala. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, they, well, because, well, and that was something that was planned, because they literally told us when that Hellfire Gala issue came out that this was where they were going to pick that up. I just didn't know how they were going to handle that. But uh, I guess because there, there was a lot of moving parts and they had to make sure it tied in with Judgment Day. So, it, yeah, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Um, but 
the whole deal with Norman Osborn trying to be a hero, I guess technically he tried to be a hero before, but he was under false pretenses in the Thunderbolts. But he's actually, you know, quoting fingers trying to be a legitimate superhero. Um, the stuff that's going on, the stuff with Mary Jane implying that she is probably just as much the reason why her and Peter don't talk anymore as anything else. There's the stuff that's coming up with, apparently Chasm is coming back sooner than a lot of people expected, uh, which is, you know, the uh, Ben Riley. Um, and, uh, apparently Chasm and Venom are going to be working together as some of the solicits are implying. Though, I, you know, the more I thought about it, the, the name Chasm, while it's kind of an edgelord name, I kind of saw, like, it's one of those things where you go back and look at the first issue of that, uh, Spider-Man run with Ben Riley. they literally spoil what that name is going to be. He literally has, a, like, everything he sees is literally a chasm in their faces. Uh, like, he sees, like, Uncle Ben and so on and so forth. Uh, they literally almost kind of gave that game away a long time ago, just that we didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Uh, but yeah, I like the Spider-Man run so far. I'm weird, I know. Uh, I didn't hate, like, actually going back and reading the Nick Spencer stuff, I didn't hate the Nick Spencer stuff. Uh, but once again, admittedly, I like Spider-Man a lot more than Carter does, on a, on the whole. Uh, <laughs> wrong. No, because I, no, my... I remember you actually saying you don't like spider you, I remember ways back, you actually said this. You said you didn't like Spider-Man because he's always joking and goofing off. <laughs> I think I think that's a lot of people because that shit. I, I was coming from like a villain perspective, but my thing has always mm. been. And JD, we have not. I'm actually going to have a conversation with Ernie about that after the show. Yeah. Um I have not seen it. I am going to see it though. Yes. Okay. Um, my when people ask mm. me that question about like if I like Spider Man or you and I will have conversations about Spider Man. Here's my thing, and it, that just boils down to comics as a whole. Mm. I like growth okay. i like progression okay so peter parker goes through it daily bugle mj and then you go superior spider-man stuff okay fine whatever but mm -hmm. here's what i mean when i say growth you're out of daily bugle yes okay you're out of daily bugle you got parker industries they're actually using your intelligence you're building things you're helping people okay different love interests Mary Jane is off in think like one or two Iron Man books at the time. Growth. She doing her own thing. You got your own thing going mm -hmm. on. And then you fast forward a little bit. What happens? We back on the struggle bus again. Mm. That's what I don't like. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, but it, for, for, for me though, Mary Jane, she's moved on. Clearly at this point. Um... And Spider-Man kind of has to as well now at this point. Hell, Mary Jane is now kicking it with Black Cat. It was funny because the end of the previous run looked like they was getting back together. And then you see this. Well, that was Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer was the one that was putting it no, 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 back no, no, together. No, 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 no. The chasm, the, the previous, that was in Wales. That was. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is when Nick Spencer took over the book from Dan Slott, that was the first thing that he started doing was putting them back in each other's orbit and having them actually trying again. Now, towards the end of that, and when they jumped over, yeah, he was doing that there too, but then he flipped it for whatever reason. I don't know why he did it. I don't know. I'm sure we'll figure it out eventually. I kind of feel the same way about Spider-Man that I do about Donny Cates' Hulk. 
just just wait and see what happens just wait and see what happens just it, it, yeah. like no one is ever like honestly the only people who will ever give you a complete story like the whole rundown of what the story is and everything that's going to happen in just the first issue of anything is a bad storyteller yeah 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 that's but just I'm, that's just my that's just what like i'm you're not going to you're not going to have all the answers to all the questions in the first issue. You honestly shouldn't have them by the fifth issue. You should yeah. know a little bit, but you shouldn't yeah. know everything. Now, yeah. do I think that this run, I'm not saying, I never said anything about the run being perfect. I just said I'm enjoying it. Yeah, of course. Do I have problems with it? Yes, I most certainly do. I most certainly do. Same issue you brought up about growth. I feel like at this point, they need to do something with Peter. And when we were, I see someone asking me the question about Magneto. Should we, should Magneto be retired? Yes. Do I feel a character like Peter Parker should be retired? Yes. I feel like Peter Parker needs to move on at some point. Let the younger generation carry that torch. You already got Miles Morales out here. Let Miles run with it. Um, I hate that it took that many Blair Cays for us to get to this point. But yeah, that's how I've always felt about Spider-Man stuff mm -hmm. recently. It's just, I want growth. That's why mm -hmm. I don't really... Well, no, we, we've agreed on that part for a long time but the explanation as to how you feel about Spider-Man was never given. You just always okay. said you hated gotcha. Spider-Man because he was always... Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, so that led me to believe you just don't like Spider-Man. Because whatever Spider... Like, because I think what was it? We were talking about what if you were talking about how Spider-Man was just telling jokes, like just goofing off and being, you know, what Spider-Man has always been. I was like, that's why I gave you... always gave you a confused look when you said that. Whenever you said that about Spider-Man, I've always given you kind of like this... Oh, Okay. I was like, maybe he don't read Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, moving along. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jerome says, uh, do you think Omega level or beyond Omega level characters are boring and unwritable to make interesting and appealing for movies? No, they're not. They can be there. It's just that you have to up the stakes. You have to up the stakes every time. If you are going... To put a, It's the same thing I say about characters like Superman. Okay, you're going to make a movie about Superman. Okay. What is he up against? Oh, he's up against regular men who he can just beat shit out of and just go on about his day? Okay, that's cool, I guess, but... What are they bringing to the table? What's the conflict? Because you got to go about it one of two ways. You, have to, you either have to make it where these people outsmart him... Like, you know, like a Lex Luthor, like, you know, Lex Luthor, he gets the better of Superman because he outthinks him. And Superman's like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that he was, oh, wow, oh, my God, he got me. Or you have to do something to Superman where he's not as powerful, like he's been weakened somehow, which I think is honestly lazy writing. I think it's always better if someone, if a regular person outsmarts the hero as opposed to, oh, well, the hero's weak, so that's why they got the upper hand on him. I don't like those types of stories as much. Yeah, I think I like. Mm, oh, Superman's powers on the Fritz. That's why this guy's getting pushing his shit in. It's like, no, nah, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I do think if you can make it where that person's outsmarted, or the person realizes they have to tackle, like you take care of, like Superman, he can't just beat the shit out of regular people because he'd kill them. So he's got to tackle it a different way. Yeah, shit like that. You got to find ways to get around it. Like honestly, any character can be written well. No matter how powerful they are. It's why the Sandman works. Because I remember arguing with somebody about this. They said the Sandman seemed weak 
uh, in the show. It's like, no, he's not weak. He is omnipotent, more or less. But that doesn't mean that he can just do whatever he wants. There's rules. Can't just kill people willy-nilly. Can't just take things from people willy-nilly. I mean, unless they're his to take in the first place. You know, uh, case in point, uh, like the episode uh, with um, with John D. John D. knocked his ass out in that one episode because he had manipulated the stone so the dream couldn't even use it. And when Dream tried to use it, it knocked the shit out of him. But once Sam, I was like, okay, I see what I'm up against. He's like, okay, cool. Boom. I got you. And that's the thing. You, 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 if you write the character, you write the situation well. Anything can be done well if done right. I think. This is me personally. Um, What else we got here? Uh, this was from Frantic World said, uh, Blur and Carter, did you guys see the news about Warner Brothers Discovery might merge with NBC Universal in 2024? Yes. Yeah. It, I, man, look. Mega corporations are real, man. Look, what? Man, what y'all gonna cancel next after that? Do you imagine all the shit that's gonna get canceled when they make that merger? Dude, ain't nothing going to exist no more. Everything going to be canceled. Dude, uh-uh. They need to leave well enough alone. Uh. Says, uh, Bill asks, says, uh, is Jen's blood in those beauty products? We're going to have a Hulk Island situation. And will Wanda, Peter, uh, Lorna, uh, Zaladin, uh, receive ownership uh, to Magneto's Island M? Now, okay, so that was kind of one of the things that came up, too, is, you know, because... People were talking about, oh, the boss, they're trying to get her blood, they're trying to do this, they're trying to do that. I don't know if Titania is actually behind that, because she doesn't strike me as a criminal mastermind. Uh, she, it, that's just, just putting that out there. She seems very, like, in the here and now. Uh, not, she she doesn't strike me as the, 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 the five chess moves ahead type person. I love you, Ernie. What, what's up? Because you have the nicest ways of just saying some shit I would say so mean and wouldn't even mean it to be mean. But that was the most considerate and caring way I have ever heard someone say that they stupid as fuck. They're dumb. They're <laughs> not all there. They're not the brightest light bulb in the crayon box. That is the nicest way I have heard someone say. They're in the, I'm still in that shit. You, sir, are in the here and now. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm using that shit. Oh, I'm using that. I mean, that. it's true. It's true. Today's blurred K phrase of the day from your very own Blur Without Fear. In the here and now. You in the here and now. Uh, I mean, and yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I like I said. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? I'm going back, just kind of looking. Uh, yeah, and yeah, as far as like the whole Island M thing, I don't, I mean, I assume it would go to Lorna, if anybody. I mean, technically, Wanda and Peter are, you know, he treats them as his children regardless of the retcon. But I figure Lorna before anybody else. Uh, and you know what? I will say this too. I'm going to give Carter some props on something. 
because I've been going back and rereading uh, the Jonathan Hickman Fantastic Four. Because uh, yeah, for those who don't know, a ways back I did a uh, a stream with Dave from uh, Comic Book Hero where we talked about where was like he's doing like a uh, like a retrospective on all of the different comics that Jonathan Hickman has written over the years, like Black Monday Murders, uh, East of West, so and so and so forth. And I was on for his episode focused on East of West. And after talking about it and just remembering how much I love that that comic. So, man, let me go back and read something Jonathan Hickman I haven't read in a while. So, I've been going back and rereading the Jonathan Hickman Fantastic Four. The more I've read of that book, the more I am thinking we might get that other Hulk. <laughs> As opposed to Scar. Because <laughs> those don't know, that version, the, the Hulk Jr., he's in, he doesn't show up a whole heap of a lot, but he's in that book more often than you would think. <laughs> Because they keep coming back, like, every few issues, they'll go back to him. And like, oh, what is he up to? What is he up to? And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't be mad if they, because what they don't, because the thing is, over the course of that time frame, that version, that kid does end up becoming Maestro. <laughs> like, over the course of, because it was, he's on that planet where, like, time passes faster. So, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years down the road, you, you start seeing him losing the hair. And the hair start coming off. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Yo, Carter, thanks to you, I now have a new MCU theory. Next time we see Hulk, or not next time, but if we ever get like a Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, anything, if they ever have the maestro come to the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's going to be that Hulk, it's going to be that Jonathan Hickman version of Hulk Jr. And that motherfucker going to show up, he's going to have a problematic hairline and the big ass bushy ass beard. That's going to be our maestro. I'm calling it now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we got Jonathan Moda here. Uh, with $20. Says, a quick ask. Would Blurred Koa be interested in an Xbox Series X for those that already have a PlayStation 5? Lord, Jonathan, what are you doing? What are you doing, sir? <laughs> this man cut his camera off. This man cut his camera off. <laughs> Bruh. Jesus! I'm just saying. What is going on here? What is going on here? I don't know what's happening. You know what? I got. You know what? I've been saving this for uh, uh for a rainy day. So yeah, let's go ahead and put it out here. Uh, John the Moda, you are truly, truly. But the cream will rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That boy's one mean motherfucker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, this man is out here. Bruh. Bruh. Oh, is it National Batman Day? God damn. I didn't even know. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I... I, I forgot. I mean, uh, if, that ain't, if that ain't a way to end the things, Jesus. Right? Uh, look here. I'm going to answer a couple more, and then we're going to dip. Uh, says, JD says, was this about uh, the series of X-Men Red not being great? Perhaps the book may have to end around issue 11. Huh? No, X-Men Red is fantastic. 
I'll that that I'll fight a motherfucker on that. X Men Red hits. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we also got, well, Jerome says, what milestone character or series would you like to see in an animated series of movie, Blessing and Converse Shadow Cabinet? Uh, I, I would be against that. Uh, personally, I mean, the easy answer is always going to be static, but I think a character who could benefit from an animated series that really should have it, I think hardware would really benefit from, uh, a series. I also think Icon or Rocket would benefit as well. Honestly, I think they all should get it. Period. But... <laughs> People oh. get mad at what I say when you're done. Oh shit! Uh, well, as as it say as it said though. Um, while we already know Static is already getting something, I would much rather see characters that people don't know about or know less. Uh, get it? If that makes any sense. So yeah, there you go. Go ahead, go off, Carter. Go off. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm gonna do a little pre-drop before Carter says what he's gonna say. Danger, danger, danger. There you go. Go ahead. Carry on. I saw several people bring up this topic uh, when it pertains to actress Kiki Palmer. Oh, the rogue thing. So, I can't stress enough how I personally think that would be a fucking terrible idea. Okay. And how when I first heard about this, which is why I love this question from Jerome, first thing that popped into my head was while this fucking plane goes by, Jesus. Age up rocket. There you go. Okay. Especially considering fans of Young Justice and the like, who see her as a single mom and her child go, you know, her, her baby going through it and stuff like that. Age up rocket, do icon and rocket, boom. I, rogues is an awful idea. Well, okay, I'm gonna tell you why I'm not crazy. I, I don't I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't necessarily co-sign it. Is largely because I feel like Kiki Palmer would play could, could play way more interesting characters than Rogue. That's just my opinion on it. Doesn't have anything to do with color, race, whatever. I just think there are more interesting characters she could play than Rogue. I, and I, I, some people will probably hate me for saying this. I don't even think Rogue's that interesting to begin with. Uh, but now that I've said something crazy problematic. Danger, danger, danger. Uh, let's say, I say it's time we get the fuck out of Dodge. Cool, cool. Uh, Carter, you have anything to announce on your way out? Ernie is helping me figure out video stuff, and I've seen several of you that have subscribed to the YouTube, which is much appreciated. I don't not see them. I see them. It's just a matter of trying to figure out what to do to you people that doesn't step on people's toes or some shit that you all have seen before. Because I don't want to do some shit you all have seen before just because you see me doing that. No. So you might have an opinion that I don't have. You might have an opinion that no one else has. Which is fair, Uh, which is why there's another idea going around in my head right now. But yes, I see the subscribers. I thank you for each and every one of them. It is much appreciated. Thank you all so much for that. 
Content is coming. There you it go. It is coming. Uh, all I'm going to say, last thing I'm going to say is don't forget about the contest. Uh, contest is up. Uh, it, link at the top of the description. Or uh, link should be in the description right now. If it's not, I'll make sure that it is. And it uh, should also... Uh, we should also have uh, the link at the very top of the chat. So, you know, there's that as well. Uh, that said, I have nothing else to share. I got some other videos in the works that I'm uh, working on. And apparently I went to the wrong one. There you go. I got uh, some videos in the works that I'm working on for um, uh, various and sundry things. Uh, video for Daredevil, number three. Punisher, number five and six. Uh, Nubia and the Amazons, uh, all that stuff is forthcoming, so stay tuned, keep it locked. Uh, in the meantime, for Blurred Koa, for Carter Presents, I'm the Blur Without Fear. And all you white people mad about Black Ariel, you can go to hell. Bye!